want all my love and my devotion. No. You hold my love and soul right on the line. I, uh, I have no doubt <laughs> that I can love you forever. The only trouble is I really don't have the time. What night? What Yellow fur. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Wow. You're not. Check some back and get some cash. I get some cash. Episode seven with the dreams. episode seven. With long the dream. God damn, guys! I don't. <laughs> Y'all don't understand what this takes. I'm not gonna you guys to the to the behind the scenes, but let's just say it took a lot to get here. It, yeah, it took a lot just to live this here lifestyle. I don't know what I just popped in my head, but no, literally, I was about to uh, do. Um, Eve, it took a while to get me here. You are going away. So no, it really, it really did. Like this is, I'm happy that we're at this point at uh, a minute and thirty seven seconds, being able to see each other and record. Everything is working. Mics are working. You know, it's just such a, it's such a, it's just such an accomplishment. So you know, from the bottom of our, from the bottom of our hearts, you know, thank you so much for joining. Yes. So yes, we're back, guys. Another episode of Black on That Bullshit, and we are indeed on just that. So, um, yeah, absolutely. So, so we open the show by singing "One Night Only," a classic hit. Okay. <laughs> All right. Time complete classic. Effortless, you know, hit like just just undeniable. Um, so we're gonna open with our uh, when that's gonna be one of the many topics of the shoot the shit segment, which we yeah. are starting right now. We haven't got sound effects yet. I know we said we're gonna have it by episode seven, but who's gonna check us on it? Nobody. No boots. So yeah, Woo. you know. So maybe maybe it comes episode eight. Maybe it doesn't. No. Um, either way, um, but yes. So uh, one of the things that we saw on Twitter. Um, Recently, well, which Brenda, do we have to? Ju- can we catch up with each other? You want to catch up with one another? Sure, um, we can definitely um, catch up with one another. Um, okay. I mean, it's just Miss Rona and me. We got a thing going uh-huh. on. Um, uh-huh. You know, it's just it's it's the mess. It's it's just the mess of it all. Absolutely, so. absolute mess. So nothing new, no, you know, you had a pretty decent week so far, or weeks. It was a very, okay, so weeks, yeah, it's been a mess, but also this week has been the worst mess, honestly, like, um, girl, I can't, I can't even, like, explain it, 
Like, <laughs> like I literally was strolling into this week. It was so nice and beautiful. And mm-hmm. it was, you know, I had no worries. And out of nowhere, like, Wednesday hit. And then just like, boom, bam, shawam. All types of shit. Bam. Like, literally, mm-hmm. like, just was going, like, left, right, side to side. Like, all type of mess. But, um... It was cool. It was cool. Um, I never. Uh, I mean, I didn't lose my shit just yet. But I have. Uh, I had a bunch of margaritas today, which makes me really, really like happy. Um, yes. And I'm now. But other than that, it's okay. I just wish this Corona Miss Serona would be done with what she has to do with you know. Like, yeah, because she's taking all. You, her made, time. you made your mark, honey. You made your mark, like. Right. You've made it, girl. You said what you had to say. We heard. Please return to where the fuck you came from. Period. Period. Poop. But how about you? Uh, my week was. Uh, it's pretty. It's been a pretty, pretty crazy week. Um, it's been a crazy few weeks. So at my site, which you know, some raggedy employer that I'm not going to name, um, they've had one. They've had a confirmed case of Miss Rona. You know, mm. um, somebody who didn't work in my side. She was on another, you know, side of the office because there's a couple sides to my to the building I'm in but then we had two more confirmed cases and you know one of them was um in my area so you know but this is and she's been gone for like two weeks you know so you know, luckily if I was going to be symptomatic I probably would have been showing by now you know um mm-hmm. but still she's been gone for weeks and we're just finding out that I mean she called we just found out about it because you know the person uh, text somebody at work and told them, hey, you guys, I just want to let you know that, you know, I tested positive and, you know, which, God, I hate saying that. <laughs> it feels weird. You know, person, yeah, you know, the person tested positive and they wanted to let us know. And so she told us that and, like, we're like, oh, you know, so we should have been gone. I'm sitting here thinking they're about to put me on quarantine, like paid leave for two weeks, you know, I get to go out, get paid not to be at work. And these hoes said, oh, yeah, yeah, well, we can put you on quarantine. Just take your computer on your way. I'm like, no, I, I want to just go. You know, like. <laughs> you said, no, babe. No, babe. I, I just want to go home and get paid to be at home. That's right. what I want. They're like, not oh, no, we don't want they're basically poor and they can't do that. So, yeah. Oh my so gosh. Girls, yeah. So the girls are poor and so they can't do it. So either way, but at least I'm working from home now, so I don't have to wear much but my underwear if that, you know, and I can get up and just do that. Draw on the side. Like I do when I'm at work, but at least I can be at my desk, you know? So there's that. But crazy. We haven't really had a really good weekend. Uh, so far. So, you know, I don't know. My, my weeks have been pretty great. Um, a lot of great TV on. I'm not watching all of it, but, you know, there's a lot of great TV. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, so my weeks have been pretty decent. So, anyway, got off that sidetrack. We're going right back to what we're talking about. Uh, one night only. There's a debate on the internet, or at least there was on, on the internet, and people can't decide what version they like best. Mm-hmm. You know, um, some say it's the disco version sang by V. Beyonce. And some say, you know, they like the slower version, which is performed by Screamer Fur. You know? <laughs> I thought it was Yellow Fur, but you said Screamer Fur. Okay. You know, Yellow Fur, Screamer Fur, either way, it gets the point across. The girl Sis is out. out here, right. She is out <laughs> here. Loud. So, I guess we could just open up, Brennan, which one, which version, if you had to pick right now, what version would mm-hmm. you rather have? So naturally, I am a dancer. 
a choreographer. I've seen it. And uh, I've seen Okay, no, seriously, you that's a different story. Um, but no, I um I really, really love uh I really, really love Jennifer's. I think she hit all the, you know, the she gave us passion, she gave us love, she gave us, you know, look, nigga, you got one night only and you better make this right. count. But she gave us um, sad. She gave us sad, you know, like you know, right. despair. You know, come on, big baby, come on. Rage. Um <laughs> Rage, exactly. But Beyonce and the Dreams, uh, Dina and the Dreams, they definitely gave me, um, <laughs> I think, what I would need because I'm such a disco. I love 70s music, especially like right now. I think Ms. Rona has took me back like to a time where you couldn't leave the house, even though you could leave the house in the 70s. But I don't know why. I feel like we're like nuclear warfare. And I think that's <laughs> why I'm feeling that way, even though that was like the 50s and the 60s. But, you know, don't listen to me. I'm just, you know, on a whole nother level here. Yeah, talk um, yourself into a hole. Right. You know, I'm just like, whatever. <laughs> um, that's definitely talking about sock cops. We're talking about the disco days. But uh, I really, really love the fast pace, the octane, the dance routine. I know the dance routine to that song. Um, yeah, I think that uh, One Night Only by the Dreams is mine because I just, I love the, you know, the party aspect of it. So, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, I'll have to give it to the Dreams on this one. Mm. You know what? Um I definitely understand the reasoning. The reasoning is sound. The logic is there. And I do love a cute <laughs> disco number, you know. Mm-hmm. So, And I just listened to both of them uh, earlier today before I came out to record. So, um, Honestly, I would say I can't do without either of them. I did say that on Twitter. You know, I like them both. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I had a gun to my head and I had to choose, I think it would just, I think it would be, you know, uh, Yellow for his version. You know, yeah, because yeah. even when I try to sing it, I sing it like I'm singing it like Yellifer. So, mm-hmm. so I guess hers is the one that stuck with me, you know. So that's gonna be the one that 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 will uh, win for me, you know. I get so you. I have that. No, that's, and I so, mean, yeah. I think that's perfectly fine. Yeah, that's you know, I mean, I, you know, it's down. That's what we're gonna do. So that's that's you know, that's my. That's you're my the reasoning. originator. I'm the thief. Got it. Yeah, perfect. But yours pop, and but mine didn't. Mine was I trash. took yours away, honey. I mean, I, I pay people not to pay that joint. So, you <laughs> Mine know. was in trash midway through yours, through the performance of yours, the debut of yours. I get so, it. So, yeah. Still what love. Definitely understand. So, yeah, guys, that that's it. Um, You guys can definitely, you know, we're going to start being more engaging. You know, we're definitely going to drop a poll at some point, you know, yeah. maybe. Maybe if not for this one, maybe for another topic that we do at some mm-hmm. point. But yeah, we want to bring you guys in. What were we saying? I said, yeah, we definitely want to bring you guys into the conversation. Just not like listening, you know, but we want to bring you guys into conversation and have you guys talk with us. And we want to see how y'all feels too. Yeah, on these topics. So, you know, we'll we'll open up the floor at some point with some kind of poll or something so you guys can give us your opinions. Um, but yeah, um, another thing I was seeing going around was um, two different topics. There was one uh, advice you'd give to your 18-year-old self that felt like it could be fun for us to do here on the show. Mm-hmm. Do you even remember what you were doing at 18? What the fuck was going on at 18 for Brandon? Um, that is so fair for you to ask. I'm going to look on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go to 2012, 2019. I know, um, I got my first job at uh, 18. So I was mm. learning. I just graduated, you know, from high school. Um, a lot of my friends went off and I stayed home, mm. you know, different things like that. 
Um, and I know I didn't have a job until like actually January of that year. I started in the new year, but mm. um, I don't know what I was doing. I have to. I really have to see what I was doing, like per se. Um, but I think I'm pretty. I think I was hanging out for a while because I remember me hitting the streets and looking for a job. Like I was literally like, my mom was like, "Honey, I love you. This is your break. I get it. You said you're gonna take a year off, but um, you need to find a job. You need to, you know, just not be at the house." Isn't that chilling. mothers? Like what are you so, talking about? I said, "Isn't that mothers?" You know, right, it's honey. That's black mothers. Okay, they, yeah. uh, baby, you got to do something. You got to get up, get out, and do something. So I said, okay, let me just, okay. you know, I wanted it too because I think I started to see what my brother was doing, like and bringing in money, and he didn't have to ask her for anything. So, um, yeah, I wanted to do the same thing, but it just, uh, I don't know. I know that that was one thing that I was doing that I was looking for a job. But advice that I give my eighteen year old self, yeah, um. I think that, ooh, I think that my advice probably would be like, you know, you're you're gonna be fine, because I used to be so worried about who, like, what I was gonna be, who I was gonna become, all this other stuff. Um, and yeah, I think I would. I think my advice to myself. Y two K and all that other shit. What did you say you were worried about? There's some Mayan calendar something. Oh yeah, I was worried that I was gonna die because of the end of the world being on December 29th, according oh, to the God. Mayan calendar, because that's when they stopped counting and that's when uh, the dial has stopped in the Mayan calendar. And you know, since we we're in school, they taught us that. Like they was like, oh, the Mayan. I really don't understand why they really. I understand why they taught us Mayan cal- uh, Mayan history because they did a mm. lot and they like you know they helped us tell time all that other stuff. But um, they said because it stopped there, that's when they said that was going to be the end of the world. And I remember, like, literally, I didn't tell anybody, but I was distraught. Like, I was like, oh, my God, I'm go- we're going to die. And we're going to die as soon as I turn 18. Like, that's great. I haven't even lived yet. I haven't even had my first boyfriend. I haven't lost my virginity yet. Like, all type of stuff. I was just, like, you know, saying a bunch of things and thinking a bunch of things. But, um, yeah, that's what I was worried about, like, with me being crazy. I could tell you that much. That I was mm-hmm. worried about that. But, um, I... yeah. What about you? I... I don't, I don't remember 18, to be honest. I don't. I mean, it feels like it's so far. You know, like, I really do not remember 18. I think I was like, what, beer pong was a, was one of my favorite pastimes? Oh, my God. I felt like I was a white frat boy or something. Like, beer pong mm. was it. Um, what the fuck else? Parties and alcohol and marijuana. You know, hmm. um, not much has changed. This is... <laughs> <laughs> well, no. Now I drink wine and some marijuana, and um, yeah, and I don't go out now. I like being at home as opposed to you know being around people all the time. Yeah, that's it. That's what I'll say to my eighteen-year-old self. I would say, um, I would say, what? Where would I say? Oh God, what would I say? It's hard. It's a tough one. To, it's a tough one. I would say, don't give me one of those Ronnie Ho quotes. Ronnie Ho quotes? I'm sorry. I just watched the Players Club the other day. So I'm trying to think of that whole speech of that dime. I would say, make that money. Don't let it make you. Oh, my God. I don't know. I don't know. Again, I don't remember 18. 18 felt like such a blur, so I don't really remember it. So um, I don't know. I um. I don't remember. I don't know what I would say. I probably would say uh, it's okay to um, come out, I guess, if you haven't yet. Um, your friends will understand. Um, you don't always have to be around people. 
say? Oh gosh, yeah. could I steal that? Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I think I would. I think I would definitely say like, you know what, girl, you gonna make your own decisions. You don't have to be around everybody. Like, yeah. you don't have to go with the flow. Like, you know, you. I, I think I probably would just would encourage myself a lot more. Like, you have yeah. a lot more to give even at this time at 18 than what you're selling yourself for but um you know what maybe i would have told myself to 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 join a greek organization or something yeah Yeah. i think i probably would have tried to be more involved at an earlier age yeah go go away for school or something because i was definitely like oh you know chicago's cool i'll just go to school there Mm -hmm. yeah so but anyway um i don't really have anything else for that what about you no, I think that's it. I think I yeah, that's it. What's another shoot? I know we had one more thing. Yeah, another thing. Uh, I'm trying to. Oh, it? I think it was. I think it was the things that we will no longer take for granted after this shit is over. Oh, after, after Miss Rona. After this dumb whore is done <laughs> ruining our lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, things that we will no longer take for granted. So. Oh. What, you go first. Um, as far as things I know that personally I would probably never take for granted is fucking being like around my friends. You know, like um, okay. you know, normally, you know, whenever people would be doing and I my just told my eighteen year old self not to do this, and now I'm mm-hmm. telling my thirty year old self that I would like to do it more. But you know, normally when people are doing stuff, they're going, they're doing things, and I'm at home and they're like, Oh, you know, you wanna come and do this? And I'm at home like Oh man, you know I'm just so swamped. I'm so busy, but I'm just sitting at home, eating mm. out of a, you know, eating some ice cream out of a can, and uh, you know, drinking. Some I think everybody does that though. Yeah, right. But I would, I would probably opt to see my people more. Maybe it's not just going out, but just going around, just going to visit people because, mm-hmm. just because. I don't, I don't do that enough, and I think I would probably do that more. I think I would do that more after this. Definitely oh, would do that. And then going out to fucking eat. Oh my god, sitting in restaurants. I know they would just like DoorDash and shit. But now, no like- man. I think that that I think that we took that as a delicacy. Like we yeah. like like it, it, it is a delicacy. That's what I mean. We like even today. I took I got takeout and I went there and I was just like, man. Most of the time when I'm coming in here and I know why I come in there because it's such a good vibe. I have a great time. Mm-hmm. The staff mm-hmm. is great. The people are always great. Like the food is amazing. And to see it empty and to see only two people there handing out takeout, I was like, this is wrong. Yo, it's just dead. Wrong. Like, you know, it's heartbreaking and chilling. Like looking at the movie theaters, looking at the businesses, like movie theaters empty, lot empty. Like the damn apocalypse happened. Um, the only things that are packed all the time are fucking. It's a fucking grocery store. It was just wrong. It was so. And that, that is the only thing. Like t- like Target. I was like, what are they doing at Target? But literally, they're just existing because these girls are acting like they can't get nothing else after anything. Yeah. Like, it, yep. it's a mess. It's a mess. So, people was at Menards. I'm like, what do you have to get at Menards? Like, like what is going on? What is at Menards that's essential? But I guess if oh, niggas want to go, yeah, I don't know. I, 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 I don't. I have. I'm not. I'm not close. So, don't care about that. But like, yeah, definitely would not take it for granted. Uh, enjoying others' company, um, going out to eat at places that are like vibey. You know, cause definitely mm-hmm. could do that more. 
Oh my god, I want to drink in public so much. Um, oh my god, yeah. Ugh, Jesus. And uh, going to the movies, I feel like I, I would do that more. I will do that more. I, I enjoy that feeling, and I can't do that. So. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I agree. Or, oh yeah. yeah. Okay, so what I'm taking for granted, I honestly, yeah, I would have to say the same thing. But I think um, just civic engagement and seeing how big that is, I think that I've never really witnessed or thought about that. Like I said, I walked to my favorite restaurant just today. And it just mm. seems so empty and it just didn't feel right. And it's so funny because I was talking to my cousin about it because she's like, mm. oh, we should go like together and get takeout and stuff like that. But she's like, no, I'm just going to stay home. It's like even that, like we just kind of fretted on like just getting together just to get the takeout, just to go home afterwards. But mm. um, I would say that also for me, honestly, uh, I would not take for granted my sex life because yeah. this is a different type of isolation. Yeah. And- and bondage that I am not fun of. Like, I'm not fond of it at all. Um, the girls do not want to come out because of Rona. And I'm not mad at them at all for it. You know, it's whatever. But um, just You like, would think yeah. there'd be some. Like, who just didn't care, right? You know, it's so funny. It's so funny. I've heard different stories. I'm like, I've heard. Like, I'm sitting here like, okay, the girls don't want to come out. At least on my side, I'll be, you know, I can be transparent. It's y'all. I love you guys. I love Mel. So, you know, me, like, the girls are saying, like, oh, it's Corona. Like, I don't know. I don't feel like risking it. But I hear all my other other friends, like, some people are saying, like, oh, yeah, girl, you want to come out? Like, let me go to your house. So let's chill. Come to my place. And all this other stuff. And I'm just like, okay. But it could be the dynamics of my relationships. Like, uh, the guy, one of the, well, some of the guys, I'm not going to about but some of the guys that i'm dating right now, <laughs> or, no we're not dropping names or anything but he does have you know a, a family so i would say that it would make it probably hard for him to leave the house and be like oh i'm going to work she's like what work like like you know or oh i'm going to the so oh are you and then she you know you know may call or something like that and he's not there so i get it but at the same time i'm just like something's gotta give because yeah and I know that's why, and I, and I even had the conversation. I'm like, you can just tell me it's because you don't want to like get caught up or anything. And he's like, no, mm-hmm. it's not that. It's not that. But I'm like, but it is, girl. But it's that. So, <laughs> but 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 it's that mistake, and I get it. So, that's what else. But um, yeah. So that's been making it hard for me. But for others, shoot, it's been. I heard it's been blissful. So yeah, but I mean, will I, you know, like, will I take it for granted uh, when I can get up and out? Well, like, no, I, I'm so scared for what I'm going to do when I get out of here, guys, sexually. Like, I have no idea. I am, uh, I'm just at a point right now where everything in my body is commanding me to do one thing, and that's the bad part. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, yeah. So I'm like, I just feel like you're always talking about that. Just... I Am I really? Mm, yeah. Like, in that sense? No. Mm-hmm. I mean, not on the show, but... Probably in real life, maybe. Okay. <laughs> and that's what I said. Maybe I won't take it for granted anymore because I think I do this all the time. I think I'm outside, inside this quarantine and outside this quarantine. You know, what you doing? Oh, nothing. Don't feel like doing it. Leave me alone. Or you still got a girl. Okay, fine. Whatever. Like, I, I you know, like, I'm just that, I'm not mm-hmm. bitchy, but I'm just more so like, I, if it's not the way I want it, I'm not going to do mm-hmm. it. And I can tell you right now, all the situations I'm in are not the way I want them. So... Yeah. Yikes! That says a lot, though, huh? Yeah. <laughs> um, but all of them are literally—it's just—it's just not the way I want it. So you know, now that I'm just like I have time on my hands, and I'm—and I literally cannot use that excuse even with them. But yeah. 
they can't they can't use that excuse for me either so it's like we we sitting here dancing and facing the music and I'm just like he honestly don't have like they don't have the time for me and mm-hmm. I you know I guess I need something greater than what I've been giving myself credit to which is not just so, myself. So then so then yes like the the sex life is something that you definitely will not take for granted. I mean luckily I don't have those problems so I don't have to speak to that. I- I I love how you threw that in there. Um, yeah, of course you don't, bitch. So yeah, bitch. So um, <laughs> so uh, we're gonna go ahead and start the show, guys. I know that was a bit of a lengthy uh, shoot the shit, but that don't happen sometimes. Okay. So you know, and you're not doing shit else. You're sitting at the house. You're listening to us. You're coming here for content. Period. Okay. So so and listen. And that's it on that poo. All right. So, Brandon, you want to uh, start us off? Start us off with the shit show here. You know, what's, what's, what's up? What are we talking about? I mean, it's a thousand things to talk about, but I just want to get right into this one, girl. Because <laughs> it's so funny because uh, Mel sent this to the chat room, and uh, we have a chat room where we talk about content and stuff. But yeah. um, he sent this one, and I think I skipped past it. I don't know. I think I because I definitely saw Eva Pickford's uh, video before this. Mm-hmm. But I didn't notice that um, Nene Leakes released a rap song ah! that I I don't know I don't even know if it's out. But the teaser that I heard, I was just it like, teaser. yeah, there is a teaser for a song that she's in job called Honey. Yeah, Honey, and that's H U N N I. Yes. It so, now. What? I don't. Speechless is I think the vibe. Speechless is the vibe for this. Um, mm-hmm. She mentions a couple of things about pita, fur, drag. Mm-hmm. Um, she mm-hmm. mentions um, having private jets, um, being just, be, mm-hmm. it's a very one of those stunner. Trump checks? Did she mention those? You said what? Did she, were they Trump checks? Did, did she mention Trump checks? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't oh, know. No. No. Okay. I think, I think I was just trying to take it all in, but from what I got, uh-huh. Was um uh, and it gives you that trappy beat, you know, like that very mm-hmm. trappy, like, like you know, yeah, like I'm she's down. listening to Megan and she was like, you know, I'm gonna right, 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 right. But um, honestly, Nene, um, can I play a little fun? bit? I want to play it. I want to play a little bit of it. Sure, go ahead and play a little bit of it. Why did she do this? Okay, well, let me take this back because I don't know where I was when. Well, I, I think I was just shocked the fact that she made something. So it's not really that trappy, but it gives you bounces, like bounce. Yeah, it bounce. gives you bounce a little bit. Yeah. But um, the come on is, I think that's what really, like, again, I think that yelled at me before and is yelling at me yeah. again, like, that, come on, come on. Like, why does she have that playing in the background while she's trying to rap about why, you, all you the laughter she goes, she shining, shining. Do you hear this part? <laughs> no. Oh, my God. Okay, I'm going to play it again. Skip. Hold on. Oh, God. Oh my oh. god! And that's the thing I was gonna say. Ooh. I really think she did her own ad libs, and that's crazy yeah, too. She did. Um, she she sounds like she's did. having a stroke. Why she? <laughs> 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 
Especially during the shiner. Shine and shine and shine. She sounds like she's uh she's trying to channel Nikki, but she looks she I also see her giving us, you know, the Wendy Williams like stroke on stage. You know? Right. Right. She's definitely like it's not Roman, it's more like Conan the Barbarian. Um, <laughs> not, it's just it's not there, Nini. And I think that that's right, something Norman. that we can we can know. check it off and say you've done it, and that's it. Mm-hmm. I mean, God bless because the girl. She, I don't. She and then the cover. The cover art is. I mean, it looks what? like <laughs> it's her wine glass. She got a crown on. You know, Honey definitely has. You know. I guess this is honey dripping from it. It looks like she's um, gonna have one of her pictures in River Oaks. It does not look good. Wow. It does not look good. It does not. It doesn't look good. We don't like it. Nini, I don't know why you feel like you need to do this, but um, you know, um maybe it's just material for the show. So, you know. Okay. So so thank you, I guess. Um my God. I, I mean, this, this is just a snippet. Can you imagine there's oh another, God. there's another, uh, may, at least another minute, another minute, 15 seconds, I guess, for the song. Oh, not that you just chopped it off to two minutes. I'm pretty sure, but with this song being kind of fast, you will want it to be fast anyway. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I hope, I hope I mean, it's yeah, not it over longer. Right. I'm like, with the bounce chair, I hope it's nothing longer. And I really, and you know what's so funny? I cannot wait. I cannot wait to hear what her co-host and her co no her not her co-host but her co-workers have to say about this. I know it's gonna be. Oh a my god! I bet they're cutting up already. Yeah, like I can't I can't wait for them to actually put this in here and it be a conversation. So yeah, thank. Oh you yeah, they're 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 definitely cutting up already. I I just know it. I haven't looked at any of the stories, but I, I know I saw Eva. Uh, so where uh, I, I think the the thing is called reality talk. Um, hold on. I think I did that. Other because if you're ratchet, it's too much. I choose not to be ratchet. I choose to be a lady. But since I'm a lady, I'm boring. I'm sorry. That's just the way I was rose, raised. I was. I didn't grow up. Okay, that's not it. Okay, that's not it. But either way, I mean, still funny. But that's not funny for the reason that we're talking about. But uh, yeah, Nini, um, Lanithia, um, you know, drop your uh, your. I'm I'm here for the EP sis. Uh, can't wait to you know, um. To, to hear it. Can't wait to stream it on Tyler with the other titles that I like so much. She will not be a part of that. I can't. I can't. I can't. Mm-hmm. And I won't. Mm-hmm. So, um, speaking of music. Uh, speaking uh-huh. of music that, that dropped. Um, well, this music didn't really drop, but Scott Storch and um, Manny Fresh had a battle on IG Live where they put all their hits up, all their greatest produced hits. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, people... I don't really know... I didn't really... To be honest with you, I mean, I, I don't, I think I'm a music guy. I like music, but I didn't know who these people were. I mean, I knew who Manny Fresh was, but I didn't know of all the songs that he produced, you know? Mm-hmm. And I don't, I definitely don't know who this Scott Storch nigga is, but I feel like I would have known him, like, considering all his body of work. Like, some of the mm-hmm. stuff that Scott did, did was, like, we just talked about this. One of the previous episodes was uh, Let Me Love You by um, Mario. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. Cry Me a River, Justin Timberlake, Naughty Girl, Beyonce. I mean, just to name a few. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, so that's who this person is. Like, he produced those. This Scott Storch guy, this white guy. Um, and Manny Fresh did a bunch of other songs that I flipped through, and I was like, you know, I, I, I didn't hear this, but my sister or my dad probably heard this stuff, you know? So, mm-hmm. 
But uh, yeah, I mean, a lot of people, you know, and this is in the spirit of celebrities taking to, um, you know, taking to the social medias and battling and, you know, um, so, I mean, I, I, have you seen any of the other ones like that? Um, I mean, I've seen a couple. I think that uh, people have brought up the, and this one is kind of so stupid to me, but um, people are comparing Usher and Terry Songs. Did you see that mm. one? Uh, no, I, I did not see that one. Did they get on live and do something? They didn't get on live, but Twitter was talking. Mm. So um, I know they've been doing these comparisons for a while. I think I think it is because they're, they're bored. And um, I think that some uh, stars, you know, get into it or like they like, you know, kind of like feed into it. Because, I mean, even some of them are talking about Sean Paul coming back. Like, what is Sean Paul at? Because he mm. had so many bops in the early 2000s and collabed with a bunch of people and made some unforgettable right. work. And um, I think that it's just, you know, we're going back. We're going back because we have nothing to look forward to right now. <laughs> that's yeah. okay to my head but that's that's bad to say but at the same time I think that yeah it's just coming from there but I think I mean it, it's happening I think Scotty though I think Scotty got some shit on him though on, on mm-hmm. oh yeah I mean I mean just just I mean having the Beyonce track in there Beyonce alone, alone. Like, yeah I was like Beyonce mm, alone. okay and I was like alright I typically don't give it to a white man but I guess I go off um, you know I don't, mm. you know, I don't really know. <laughs> I, I'm not gonna pretend like I know about these niggas anyway. I'm gonna love the music, great, yeah. you know, whatever. What's so funny though is that I actually knew Manny through being his own artist versus being a producer. So, oh really? Um, yeah. Okay. But um, you know, that's that. Yeah, I don't know either one of those girls, but the the productions, you know. Uh, shout out, great for great for doing that, and thanks to all the artists that are getting on and giving us content. Oh, bitch, did you did you see Tamia and um, Deborah Cox get on? I saw, I heard like a little like snippet, but um, I didn't hear the whole thing. I'm not a Tamia oh. fan. God, you said you're not, or you are? I am not. Oh, I feel like she sounds like she has a frog in her throat. What? Yeah. She Wait, actually. So, go ahead. Okay. Sorry. Did you like? Do you like any? Do you do like any of Tamia's stuff? Like the one song you, I do like is a song. Um, I've got a real thing. Uh, oh, you you. What is it? Um, I got a real thing here inside my heart. Um, someone who loves me. I got mm. a real thing. That that song, you know. Okay. Um, that's I don't know the ending of that, but the ending know. of that song is the is the words of the the title. But um, it's not she's not bad. She's just I don't prefer her. I've never really like. So you know, a stranger in my house. You said well, uh, yeah. I, I I've heard I heard that song and I heard um, yeah. So I heard so into you, and I've heard like you know she did the joint with Brandy, Shaka Khan, and Gladys for set mm. it off. But she mm. does sound like I mean I think. Her her voice bellows so much for me. Like it's just it's not it's very it's very pure. It's very she has mm-hmm. a nice range, but um her voice just never appealed to me. I think it's it can be bland at times and very like mannish. Mm. <laughs> oh my god, I've never heard know. that before. And well. that's me. Like I, I don't know. I think it's because like I don't know. It, it's definitely me. It's definitely me. She just doesn't appeal to me. Mm. I wouldn't say. I wouldn't even say manish. Let me take that back. It's just she. It, it sounds like it sounds like her voice. Like I don't know. Like it's like her her lungs don't have an ending. I don't know. It's weird. 
Oh my god. Okay. Well, uh, so yeah, you know, I guess you know we're a fat. We, we uh, let's see. Um, where am I? Um, we're um, for those for those sports people, guys. Which, by the way, like I said, the topics have gotten a little better, but um, you know, we're still in a in a Rona written world. You know, this mm. is still um, this is still during Rona. I know we're gonna call it periods like AD and mm-hmm. BC. We're gonna call it A. We're after Rona will be a a a r so mm-hmm. we're still during Rona so this would be d r you know but yeah there's still we're, the topics are still pretty you know light so you know we're still swimming around but you know there's stuff um, so uh, for people who care about sports John Bones Jones um, and uh, he's an MMA fighter um, he uh, got his second DUI um, driving around in Mexico um, last mm. Tuesday. So for those of you who care, um, yeah, the guy's been uh, striking out as of late. So there's that. Another mention that that I wanted to bring up, and I, I don't know if you saw this video, uh, was this this little thing? It looked like it looked like a symbiote from um, from Spider Man. Yeah. Did you see that? Did you see that video? I did see that video. It was very very creepy. I yeah, was very like, weird. People are calling it a. Um, they said it's a, a worm, some kind of sea worm or something, some kind of sea worms all together. But like that, like you know, they look like that. You know, I don't. It looked to me like and they move, looks- like in co- yeah. like like together. Like, yeah, it de- it definitely gave you symbiote vibes. Like you know, real venom, carnage. The guy the sliced it apart and it moved back together. Back like, together. I'm like those are worms. Like. Yep. How I don't. It couldn't be I mean, a worm. I, it has to be worms, like because like, that's so. It's so many of them. You can see like how they're broken apart, but yeah, yeah. It's weird. so yeah. I mean, like I said, it was definitely giving the girl symbiote. Um, I don't know. I mean, would you if it if if it was a symbiote, would you risk it? Would you take? Would you would you use it? Would you get the powers? Good question. I with me knowing how to get rid of them, maybe. But I wouldn't know how to like get rid of them. If well, I guess it wouldn't allow me to get rid of them myself. So let me say it that way. But um, I think I would be stupid and do it. Yeah, I don't know. I think I would too. I think I would too. Um, I know it's you know it makes you do things, and me personally, my 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 discipline is not really that high. So I I, I really should be concerned. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, hell, uh, anything to get superpowers. So you know, I mean, I, I honestly, my, that's the thing. If I saw my chance there, I'd take it. I mean, that nigga Eddie Brock does it. You know, look yeah. at him. Who gives a fuck about him? You know, and he, now he's now he's gonna move it. Yeah, so I take it. What's a, what else do we got? What's another topic? Another topic that we have. Um, let's see here. Okay, so clearly his name is not Arthur, but um, mm. let's, <laughs> let's say it together. Delroy Lindo, yeah. um, who is really, I mean, he's, uh, I would say he's one of those pinnacle people in black cinema who have oh, done yes. so many, right, who has played so many roles and has been like the black father in um, different places and movies and things. Um, it just really. What do you remember him role. before we even get before we even get too far? What do you remember? What's what is the what's the role? What's the number one role for him for you that stuck? Because I know I already know the one for me. Like, what's the role for him that stuck? Um, 
I want to say, you know, for, for some reason, I think only because this is coming to my head, it's this Christmas because I think that's one of the recent ones he's done. Mm, but I'm trying. Okay. I was, no, 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 no. I take that back. It's Clockers. Clockers. Okay. Clockers, which that's a Spike Lee movie, and I love like I love Clockers because um, I know that's one of Mackay Pfeiffer's first um, roles, and uh, Daryl Roy played a, a really significant part in that movie too. So mm-hmm. I would say um, I think that, and I know he's been in a bunch of other stuff, but Clockers and um, and uh, this this Christmas because I loved his character in this Christmas. He actually reminded me of a family member of mine. So just mm-hmm. smooth and like you know oh, always yeah. questioning and like he'll but he'll be there for you, you know. Period. So yeah. Yeah, no, he's he's. Uh, I mean, he was definitely he's definitely still a handsome guy. Always has been. You know, he looks like he's been that age that he's right now for years. So he really you know, Yeah, yeah. Uh, what did I? A role that makes me uh, remember him the most is, uh, and I actually now that I think about it, uh, this book that I'm writing called. Uh, well, I'm not gonna say the name of it yet, but you know, this book I'm writing, there's this uh, villain in it, um, and he's he's actually based off his performance in this movie. Um, I really liked him in um, Romeo Must Die. He was a bad guy in there. Yeah, he, really was bad. he sure was. And he was a bad dude in that, and like he was this businessman, but he was also dirty. You know, you know, he was backhanded. You know, he was, you know, doing people wrong, and you know, it just—I don't know. He, he, to me, you know, that—that that was my favorite role for him. I always remember him as a bad guy because. Yeah, so, no, I definitely remember him of that too. Yeah, yeah so that, that's the one that stands out the most for me. Okay. Um, but why is he standing out today? Let's find out. Yes. Um, <laughs> so it looks like he was on a show called "The Review of the uh, Review of Today of the Day." Well, review preview, of the day. Sorry. Preview. I think it's preview of today, or is it review of the day or view of the day? Somebody I'm seeing review of the day. Yeah, review of the day. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And um, I guess after this conversation, it cut to commercial break. And the conversation was, um, why do African-American rappers get to say the N-word, but Caucasians can't? And um, it seems like Delroy, uh, Delroy, yeah, Delroy was, um, I was putting his name together and I thought I was messing it up. But Delroy yeah. got a little frustrated with the question because this is, I think at this point, is beating a dead horse. Y'all should know better. Yeah. It's it's not it's nothing for y'all to claim. It's nothing for anyone right. to claim. No, just don't say it. We don't care. What are you going to have logic? Right. We don't need to have logic right now. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Just don't say it. Y'all made it to be oppression. That's what's going to come off to. But um, anyway, getting back to it. He um he then uh, got a little tired of the conversation and he said, okay, well why don't we say it together? Let's say it right now on, on on air live together. Go ahead, say right it. Now. Say it. And he dared him to say it live. And he was fed like, up. He was, he was fed up. He was fed up. I mean, honestly, like I said, this is beating a dead horse. We've talked about this a thousand times. I mean, a thousand times. There would never be, and I want to say it on this show just so we know. I mean, I yeah. know. Yeah. But this would never, ever be acceptable. Ever. 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 Right. It's not acceptable for anyone to say it. It's not acceptable for a Latino community to say it, even though they do. And that's so funny. I was telling yeah. people that I had that conversation that I thought that it was acceptable for them to say it because they consider themselves as people of color, in which they are, but they're not of the black diaspora. It's our thing. So, you know, we you know, we definitely, you know, I, I don't know. Like I said, to me, if you're not black, just don't say it. That's the claim. Delroy here, he got really, um, he, he was tired. He was fed up, you know? 
he he was fucking fed up and he said to himself he was like okay well then let's say it right now do, do you want to say it like what's the problem right. and uh you know the guy's like no i mean i can't you know i can't you know like <laughs> there was, so was uh he's like yeah no let's say it right now let's say it together that was it was it was pretty great it was one of the it was pretty great to see i, I thought it was fake or something i was like is this for a movie is this for a tyler perry's movies or something like <laughs> What? No, I'm laughing at the fact that you said oh, this is yeah. for a Tyler yeah. Perry movie. Yeah, I'm like, is this one of Tyler Perry's movies or something? Like, because this is really good camera quality. But I don't recognize <laughs> any of the other actors. I was like, I'm sure I would recognize one of those uh, white actors to, to, that right. he would have gotten through this. So <laughs> I'm looking for it. And I go and look and review of the day is Ashley Nashville's show. You know, and uh, this really happened. So shout out to Delroy, you know, um, because he definitely called him on his bullshit. And uh, it was it was glorious to see. I know for what they did let us see, you know, so I loved it. Right, you know, I guess it cut to commercial break after that. But I mean, you know, like I said, I, I don't I don't blame them. This conversation should not be going on at all in 2020. Uh, I mean, ever, not anymore. Okay. So you know, one for um, Delroy. I mean, many for Delroy, but definitely that one. We'll definitely say that he did that. Right, he definitely did that. Loved it. Um, Another thing, uh, Stabler from Law and Order. Those the, those of you who are Law and Order fans, SVU, you know, at not not to be confused with SWV like I did when I was a kid. Oh my gosh, how? Listen, I mean, it happened. I was like, oh, they're gonna have their own Law and Order spin off. That's that's you know, okay. That's that. Yeah. All right. Anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Um, so yeah, he's getting his own spinoff series, um, like much like uh, how Olivia Benson, the character, is running the team on the show that they're on now, S- uh, SVU. Uh, see, mm-hmm. I almost did it again. Um, he's going to be on his own show now. The article that put this up did not have the title of the show, so I'm guessing it's not. It doesn't have a name yet. But um, you know, uh, what do you think? I mean, I, I think I, I mean I like I did enjoy his character, but then again, I do enjoy him whenever he shows up on anything. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a pretty decent actor. So you know, actually, um, I mean, I'm excited, and I'm excited because you know we recently cut all of our cables, so that's fun. And yes. uh, one of the things that we have had uh, the pleasure of watching is uh, Law and Order SVU from the beginning, and seeing his character in Law and Order. At the beginning, I think gave me so much. Uh, I think a good background to actually who he is on the show, and mm-hmm. his character on the show. So I would love to see him back in anything Law and Order, like or even in another detective role or anything like that. Because I just, I mean, he was great. So yeah. I'm gonna be looking forward to this. Yeah, no, he, uh, yeah, for sure, definitely looking forward to seeing him on, um, uh, and doing doing whatever else he's gonna be doing on the show. I guess right. he's gonna be. Able- Leading it as his character, he it will be his character, the character Elliot Stabler. So yeah. uh, I guess you know, can't wait, can't wait to see that. Um, uh, and trash, we're going to talk about a little bit of um, Linda Fairstein. Um, and if you don't know who this, um, this this uh, Karen is, if you don't know who she is, um, she was the prosecutor. Um, who helped put away the um, Central Park Five? Uh, and then, if you know, if you didn't see the movie When They See Us uh, or the series When They See Us, definitely go and look. Uh, definitely gives a good, accurate portrayal of her. She's saying it's quite the other way around. She's saying that 
she still thinks they're they're guilty and and that um that this definitely is not a good portrayal of her and you know and she's suing Netflix for defamation Netflix and Ava DuVernay uh for defamation for putting it out and well um, yeah. I'm pretty sure she had no type of like um, cooperation within the script and different things like that. Am I correct, or do you do we know that? Well, Ava reached out to her and asked for her side. Um, mm-hmm. Apparently, she didn't want anything to do with it. So, um, so, so yeah, she didn't have anything to do with it, and then it came out with what Ava found and put together with actual story and you know testimony from the from the gentleman and and the case because they were exonerated because it's because I mean it's literally. You know that the evidence supports, <laughs> right? You know? you know, so I mean, I think this is just one of those cases of, you know, uh, uh, people just getting upset about not. I mean, we're actually not even getting upset, but playing their cards to saying they weren't a part of the project. This is not how it goes. How do you have my side of anything? But you're portraying me just like with Jennifer Lopez and Hustlers, all the people who do like mm-hmm. biopics and different things like that are inspired off of different kind of movies or TV shows. The question's mm-hmm. not your side because you had nothing to do with it. You didn't want to have anything to do with it. So right. sit with your representation and your or the POV that was put out because you had no parts in it. Even with Jada Pinkett, right. Pinkett in um, the Tupac movie. You can't mm-hmm. be mad. Since we had to go for what we knew and what we wanted to portray. So... Right. I mean, with her, with her, it's shameful. It's super shameful because these men were exonerated, uh, rightfully so, and you still want to act the fool today. And right, today. Right. Nope, still that's wrong. Saying, still saying they're guilty. Still, you know, I, I just, I don't know. Like I said, this this, this, this woman, go back to where wherever you were before this. I guess since you're not getting jobs and the money is drying up and no one's buying your book or you're about to put your book out, I guess that's why you decided you wanted to sue Netflix to bring some attention mm-hmm. to your name. So uh, congratulations. We mentioned you on the show. Um, don't know what that's going to do for you. As a dumbass. Yeah. <laughs> don't know what that's going to do for you in sales, but, you know, have it, it's just, you know, don't She's, that's. That's so sick. I wish that there was something in Hollywood where they could really protect things like that. I mean, I know that most of the time, like, you really don't even hear about that, or you end up hearing that people get paid off and stuff, but I really don't think that should be. If you don't want any cooperation, somebody's telling your story, but you're going to try to sue later, girl, it should be some type of clause or something where you can't do that shit. Unless it's, like, I mean, extremely ass-backwards wrong against the evidence that is proven, you know, from public cases, so... Because all the evidence is there supporting that she did, in fact, go about it the way that she is portrayed in the movie. So we got accurate representation. You don't like it. You want to wear a different mask. We see you for what you are. Go and, I don't know, purge or whatever you do when no one's looking. We don't care about you. Disappear. You know, go to the shadow realm or where you came from. Um. I don't know what else. A lot of people have been acting out on on live. I think you had a what? What were you were you were talking about something? Yeah. So so every, yeah. so let's just let's just say that TikTok is on a rise. Instagram oh, yeah. live, Facebook lives. Everybody has been doing being really in, uh, innovative with trying to utilize technology to get together because of Miss Rona acting a fool. And um, one of them is celebrities are really talking to each other, getting to talk to each other, getting to know each other. Um, mm. and one of them was, I mean, the baby who is my baby. Uh, called Raven Simone, and I mean, my I, it's so funny because my mom was there when I saw the video, and I'm just sitting there like, oh my god, this man is really talking to like my BFF because I think Raven is my best friend in my head. But 
And I think that, you know, the baby is my husband in my head too. So um, I was just happy that they got the chance to meet outside of me and that they could, you know, really just have that moment. But he starts to talk about how he was, all, she was always his like crush and stuff. And he starts to flirt. He flirted with Raven on the camera and it was hilarious. It was hysterical. I mean, he like put on like, the moves like Thomas I'm like Raven, you know what? Like you broke my heart when I was a kid. You broke my heart. He was like, I don't even know where you went after the season ended, but you broke my heart. He said you kept on talking about Devon and all these other boys. It really didn't even matter how I felt. Like making like jokes and Raven just like cracking up and stuff. And they actually at the end of it they got together. She came to his house. he came to her house and she gave him some uh pepper sauce and stuff like that. Um that she oh, had made. What? Yeah, yeah. It was was super random, but it was super funny at the same time because everybody was tuning in and watching. But I will say this because I thought this part was really, really funny. It it was was just not funny, but it just reminds me like, you know, Raven ain't that bitch, so don't do it. She was talking, like, he was talking, like, um, you know, he was like, man, he's like, I know, he was like, I know you're a freak and stuff like that. And she was like, um, she was like, yeah, I am a freak and everything like that. He was like, uh, you know, I'm a, she said, you know, you know, I'm a lesbian, so it really don't matter because he was talking about his, uh, she was talking about his followers getting upset. And she was like, you know, I'm a lesbian. It doesn't even matter. He was like, man, he was like, I'm about to kick you off because you said you're a lesbian. She was like, it's the truth. He was like, you ain't got nothing to worry about. Girls, you can have them. He said, that just means you a freak. That's all. And she looked at him like, is that what you about to say to me? She said, you know what I do? You know who I am? Like, she was like, I don't play that. She was like, now hold on now. He was like, no, nah. he's like, let me stop because I don't even want that smoke. I don't even want that smoke. He was like, my bad. I thought that was really, really cool for her to do because she was like, you know, I get it. You a nigga, right. but check your stuff at the door. You, you, you know. check that shit. Right. I don't play that. But it was really, really cute, though. The whole experience was cute. But at the same time, I was still jealous. You were jealous of Raven. Oh, my best friend, yeah. So I got to call her and ask her what's the tea. Okay, all right, do that. And, uh, did she leave, and, uh, did he leave any spare napkins around that I could take home with me? Mm. Well, know? let me know what she says because I, you know, I don't, I don't yeah. have a lifeline to her, you know. But you know, you, you let you let me know how that goes. Who else was on live while now? Um, oh, uh, uh, Bootsy was on. Miss Bootsy. Uh, yeah. Huh. I said Miss Boosie, Miss Mamas. Miss Boosie was on. And <laughs> Kayla was on. Um, those of you who don't know, the Dance Like a Snake chick. Um, mm-hmm. I should know who she is. But uh, yeah, she she was on and she was doing like this little dance routine. Uh, and Boosie was on, I guess, being like a little cheerleader. And me personally, I felt a little weird about it. You know, I don't know how, Kay- how young Kayla is. Is she like, isn't she, is she like under 24? Um, she gotta be. I know she's younger than me. Yeah, she's she's pretty young. I, I don't know how I don't know how to feel. I I I I I don't know. You know, She was like, I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, she was twerking. She had a little little thin number on, and and Boosie was on. Like his eyes, I was just like more so watching how his eyes were moving. Like. When she was on screen, it kind of made it was it was really cringe for me. So, Lucy is a was, sick bastard, and that's just that. I don't even call yeah. people that. He's a sick bastard yeah. uh, on a, a several lines. So let's just yeah. he's someone else that really can't get my energy. Yeah, he's he's definitely very weird. Um, who else is on a lot? 
Oh, Jason Lee, and I don't know what the I don't now I don't know the full context of what they were actually doing together, but I do know that Jason Lee and uh, T.S. Medicine were on live. Mm-hmm. Um, did you happen to see that clip? I saw the clip. Yes, I don't know the context of the conversation either, but I saw the clip where um, he spoke about Tyra Banks, and he was basically making comments about Tyra getting bigger. And when mm-hmm. he said bigger, he's getting she's looking like Lizzo was his words. Right, he was like she's looking a little bit like Lizzo. And T.S. Mendes was like, what do you mean? Lizzo looks good, you know, and, and, right. and Tyra looks good. And so, you know, and he said she looks fat. Like, he tried to fat shame Lizzo on T.S. Madison's show. And he tried to fat shame was, Lizzo and Tyra, which is weird. But go ahead. Sorry. Jason Lee, the yes. one who Beyonce avoided. Miss Mama tried to run from. Tried, literally mean, saw him and said, ugh, I can't. I don't. Oh, get me out of here. Someone... Uh, Oh hey, here comes Miss Mamas. Here comes Miss Mamas. Here she fucking comes, girl. <laughs> like, where's Matthew? You know, where where's uh, what was the name? Where's, where's her body? Any of my security, right? I'm like, where's any yeah. of my security? I need some. I, where's Julius? You know, I I need you know, I need I need the security to be around. They they dropped the ball on that. I know she okay. cussed them out. She was like, listen, <laughs> you know, you let this little poor person. Get next to me. Gosh. Every time I think about somebody cutting up, I think about, like, uh, it goes to, for me to, um, uh, well, not Courtney Cox. Yeah, Courtney Cox's character in Scream, when she plays Gail. Yeah! And, she's like, and she's checking everybody, like, when I move, you move your fat ass. Like, that's how, <laughs> that's how I would feel Beyonce was when Jason Lee had the opportunity to speak to her. Ugh, God, I... You know, like I said, Jason Lee, he definitely drops the ball a lot. This one in particular, Jason Lee, a big girl, also tried to shame other a big girl, you know, and Tyra Banks. I mean, and that's the part that's crazy because it's like you, you're trying to shame a big girl who is bigger than you. And when I say bigger than you, I'm talking about like, like coins, status. Top two and not number two, you know what I mean? Like, right, that- you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't do that. Jason, like, I guess, but you know what? Controversy is his currency. You know, yeah. so I guess, you know, I guess he, you know, thought he was going to skip by on that. But, you know, T.S. Madison definitely got his ass together about it then and there. And she said, you're not about to do that on my show. And I definitely, I'm definitely here for it. You know, yeah. he's going to and talk about it like he ain't as big boned, you know. I mean, period. And that's, I look, that's a conversation within itself. So, yeah, I, yeah. I agree, though. So Sis was yeah. wrong for that. Yeah, so fuck him, like always, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I don't personally go up for the girl, don't care about him one way or the other. Um, what's another one? Oh, this is the last thing that we have on here. So there's this video going around of this gentleman. Uh, one is getting his hair braided by this other gentleman. Yes. Now, you know, I look at this video, a same person looks at this video and goes, damn, that he's doing a really good job. And me personally, I... I so me, I Facetimed you before this before we started. You know what my shit is looking like right now. Yes, I was like, this shit. I didn't say it like that. I was like, yes. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what well, bitch? What do you mean? Like, what? What? My shit right now looks like a, a treat. Okay, I, my hair is not in braids anymore right now. I took it down because they've been in there for about three weeks. You know, mm-hmm. you can only moisturize so much. You can only wear the do rag so much. You know, um. But I had to take him down, and my hair, I look like, what's a, what's a person who has tall hair? 
I look like um, Guile. I can't. I don't want to say it because I feel like you're gonna kill me. No, say it because we. Can, I can't get to you anyway. Okay, you giving me Roland Ray, baby. Who? Roland Ray. Who is it? So, Roland Ray is the one who started Miss Mama's. The little. He's like a. Uh, he's a gay guy. <laughs> In the road chair, in the wheelchair, who was on the? Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god, bitch! Oh, Miss Mamas, Miss Mama. Well, bitch. Okay. Well, <laughs> and that's gonna wrap up the show forever. That's the that's the show. Thanks, Brandon. Just hold it out. Yeah, yeah it's You're not welcome in my home. There'll be no more. There'll be no more shit. The shits. There'll be no, no more, more shit. Yeah, because you're on some bullshit for real. <laughs> but uh, yes, the, you. There's this video. You know, the guy getting his hair braided, and I'm sitting there like, okay, wow. You know, that's. I mean, me personally, in my situation right now, I definitely need somebody to braid my hair. So, you know, that's that's the only thing I was thinking about. You know, but mm-hmm. you niggas, and when I say you niggas, I'm talking about you straights. You know, mm-hmm. or as Charlemagne would say with his accent, "scrapes." You know, mm-hmm. you straights, you 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 took to the internet and you called it gay. You you know the the the, the conversation going around is that it's gay to have another man doing another man's hair, which is a complete fucking conundrum to me because every time I've ever got my hair cut, it's been from another guy. Mm-hmm. Like, what is that about? Why do niggas like you guys? Everything is every everything can't be gay, you guys. I just why do you want to sexualize everything? Why do you yeah. want to? Why do you want to uh, like sexualize? Like my thing is like okay, getting my hair done or getting my hair cut. It wouldn't bother me to get my hair cut. I mean, get my hair done. One, like I said, because I get my hair cut by a guy, and I just and I think that even like when I think about like braiding hair, honestly, this is where my mind goes. I think just because I just. Because that's who I am. It goes to Mario braid my hair, so it does kind of get like sexual. Can I, or I guess well intimate? I should say not sexual. But why is mm-hmm. why are you putting like I always talk about like putting energy to things that do not need to be categorized or anything like that. Like talking about you getting your hair braided by a man or a woman that shouldn't be a debate. You're getting your hair done. You're you're trying to look nice for whoever you're trying to look nice for. Why does the hairdresser have to be a part of that decision or life? You know what I'm saying? Like right. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I know. I, I, I just to me, like I said, the, the 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 idiocracy that was going on around this around this video, like people jumping out, like it is just wild to me. It's like mm-hmm. just let me mind your business. Yeah, you know I mean, really? like there's there's I don't Oh God, people are so exhausting. You know, like people get shit up to do, they're at home, they're talking about dumb shit more likely more now than they ever were before. Yeah. It's just so stupid to me. I, I really hate how stupid folks are. It is not, that is not something that needs to be sexualized. It's a person getting groomed. I mean, it happens every other fucking day. Grow the fuck right. up. Jesus. I mean, everybody was talking about how it was like in jail. How do you think that people get their hair braided and stuff like that? I mean, I don't even think we have to take it to that extent, but I get it. I mean, I think it's just to like really like centralize and get people's context together. Like, girl, people have been doing this for years. And I mean, it's not a thing. It's just you getting, you know, like you said, groomed and well put together or whatever. You know, just getting your hair cut. I mean, braided because you want to get it braided. But um, it does not, I mean, I just think that when people start to think about the power that they give things or the, like, you know, all this, like, you're giving us too much power. Like, you're giving, like, the style or the the process of being beautiful 
too much power. That does not right. need to have any substance. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. that's not the point. The point is to get beautified. So that, that's so so you know whether it's a man woman or anything in between getting my you know or anyone in between getting my hair done doing my hair for me just mind your business pretty much mm-hmm. that's it and shut your fucking mouth I agree. so that's i mean that's all i have for topics did you want to was there anything else that you want to throw in there? i think there was something about that yes it's uh it's one that we actually were supposed to do a couple episodes ago but um okay yeah uh, uh, our good friend, and actually I have met uh, Samson McCormick. He's a great comedian. He's from Chicago, and he's a black gay comedian, and I think that's just wonderful. Making waves, I mean, doing shows, being on film, everything. He's amazing. Um, He got on a show, like I said, we're not journalists, so don't, you know, think that I have all the answers. But um, he got on a show, and he was talking about his experience um, with a black staple in our community, and I think that's what really uh, took me out. But he was talking well, about how... I mean, he's a staple because of who he played. Let me You're right. That. Because, You're right. Of the, because of what he said. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's a staple because of that. But other than that, it was it's, it's not that thing. But um, he was opening a show for Jimmy Walker, which who, who is JJ from Good Times, Kid Dynamite. Uh, we all, like I said, he's paved a lot of ways in comedy for black folk within that mm-hmm. role itself. But um, Samson McCormick was opening up for him, I believe somewhere in L.A., and he, you know, wanted to meet J.J., so they granted him that, you know, as his opener. So when he went to go open for him, he said, you know, hey, my name is Samson McCormick. I've been a fan of you forever. I love the good times. I'm so happy and have the pleasure for opening to you. And he says, yeah, you know, awesome. Nice to meet you. And shakes his hand and leaves. And um, after that, um, his manager, J.J. Wait, did he shake his hand? I believe he said he shook his hand. Or maybe mm-hmm. he didn't. I'm not. Uh-huh. I believe he did though. Okay. Because I because I remember the takeaway him being fake about it too. Oh right. Okay. Right. Right. Okay. So um, but after that, his manager Jimmy's the manager uh, approached him and uh, with a check, Samson. He approached Samson with a check and said, um, you know, Jimmy Walker would not need your services tonight. Um, he does not want you to open up the show for him. And um, Jimmy was like, well, why? He didn't give him an answer. But, you know, being a comedian, he stayed for the show anyway. And Jimmy's first words on stage was, can y'all believe they're going to have a fag open up the show for me? Mm-mm-mm. And it's like the debate is this. The debate, there's a debate on, um, there's a debate on the fact that is this content or is this Jimmy being Jimmy or, you know, discrimination. I will say mm-hmm. this, and I'm going to leave it at that. Jimmy dated Ann Coulter. Ugh. Yeah, I mean, okay. And anybody who will, um, you know, put put their dick anywhere near something like Ann Coulter will. Near a caucus? That lady is a caucus. A walking caucus. She's yeah. a walking dead body. You, like, and I, and he's a full-on Republican, too. I mean, yeah. not, not try to, I know there are some Republicans who are great people. But we know them for the mass not to really be no one but what we know them to be. But um, it's very discouraging and very disparaging when you hear things like that. Like, I mean, even though I'm not a comedian, I think I would flip to meet uh, Jimmy because, I mean, I watch Good Times with my mom and my aunts and stuff. And we crack up at the jokes he made, at the stupid Mm -hmm. stuff that he made, even though it was a little coonish. It was the first time I can see it being, like, fucking hilarious. But, I mean, just because of that, you you pave ways for everybody to get a check in comedy who has, you know, like you right. see you see each other in different lights and stuff. And, you know, ultimately to destruct that and say like, okay, this is not the way you want to be represented. So thank you. You're a part of a process. But um, 
you know, for you to reject another brother because he was gay, like that's, that's sad. Really, it's whack. It's whack. It's really fucking sad. And it's like you're fucking JJ from Good Times. That's all you've ever been. I mean, you know, let's be honest. Nobody remembers you from being anything else. And you're gonna snoop here and try to step on this man's bag because he was gay. Like it's it's whack. Like that shit. And honestly, like shit like that don't make me want to meet people like like celebrities. Like I'm always scared. Like I think I would be scared to meet celebrities because of stuff like that. Like, well, I wouldn't even say they would do that. But what if they're just not who I think that they are? You know? Right. Oh yeah. So What's somebody, who's a celebrity like that you think like you would really would could has the potential of not? I mean, I know it could be anyone, but like, who would you be the most disappointed at if they were like completely not who you think they are? Like, if they were like phony and nasty and just like um, overall bad? I know number one for me would be Amy Poehler. Like, it would break my okay. heart. <laughs> I love Amy Poehler. Yeah. I love it. It would break my heart if she was like a total bitch. Like, it was yeah. like not like Leslie Nope at all. Just completely like, ugh, like, ugh, I just can't. I can't even say the words. Yeah. And I definitely, I would, I would have to say, I think that mine would be, uh, and I'm really scared because I feel like she could have this to her. And I think, but I adore Ariana. I adore Ariana Grande. Yeah. And I think that she could have the potential to be a straight up bitch and just be like, mm-hmm. Okay, don't get close to me, or like, okay, yeah. you got your photo, now go, or I, I don't know, like anything. I feel like she could, because I, I mean, you hear all types of stories of like, there's like, you know, click on this list to see what celebrity mean girls there are, and even Beyonce is on there. But okay. um, I think that, uh, I think that, I, I do think that either her or Zendaya, and I think that honestly, oh, Zendaya, no. Zendaya, not ever, now Zendaya might break my heart. Zendaya is yeah, no, that, that me every day. I say that all the time. Zendaya is younger than me, and she in- she impacts me every day. Oh. And if she did that, I would be like, man, I would be like Syndrome off of The Incredibles. Yep, yep. <laughs> Period. Because if there's if she, then who is? You know. If, if- if, if Zendaya's not pure, who the fuck is? Who the fuck is? So definitely not me. Starting my super villain career today. Period. And I mean, so when yeah. I say pure, I say she got to be pure, but I'm saying like she got to be herself. You know, like Zendaya's yeah. not for being herself. And if she's yeah. not that, ugh, I would cry. Then, God. But uh, yeah, I mean, so pretty much the moral of that story is, is that, you know, um, never meet your heroes, I guess. You know, because... Huh. And then get to meet this guy, and then he completely showed his fucking ass. But you know, he's up there in age, so he'll be deleted soon. Uh, Thanos, girl, if you come back, you know, just go ahead and get get JJ's ass up. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Jimmy's gonna die. Yeah, pretty soon. So he looks like a fucking snail backwards. No, he looks like um. You remember now? Do you remember the Six Flags commercials where they had that old guy dancing every time? Yeah, I thought he looked like Freddy Krueger. I was so scared of that guy, but I was so um, scared, terrified. And I was like, probably, wh- where, when was that out? Like, was I? I'm trying to think of how old I was when that guy was on TV. I had to. It had, I felt like I was seeing Six Flags because I remember the first Six Flags commercials were like, "This is where I live." Six Flags, like, the, like being a very cheerful thing. And then all right. of a sudden one day it was like, and then he started dancing everywhere, and it got really, really scary. Yeah, he was just definitely scary. Like I think because of the fact that we knew his face was fake, 
but the way they put the makeup on it just made him look like like I don't know like we definitely knew there was something else underneath but didn't feel like mm-hmm. a person. Um, but I don't remember what the point of that was, but uh, yeah, bye, Jimmy. Okay. You know, see you when you know. Don't let the door hit you. You know where the good Lord split you. You know. Yeah, you're dead. Honestly. Yeah. So just waiting for death to catch up. Bye, girl. Don't care. Uh, so yeah, that's really it. That's that's it for the for the for the um, for the shit show. That's all the topics we have on that. Yay! We're gonna have a what's the sound effect uh, for shit? Yeah, I think it would be something more bow moment, like you know. Yeah. Okay. Be more yeah. We have to be real careful. I don't want people like expecting us to wear brown when we show up to places. <laughs> I think in color. Yeah. I mean, there's a couple of colors we can go with. Brown. Yeah. A nice olive taupe. Mm. Olive. That's yeah. yellow. That's some... mm-hmm. But yeah. All right. So we're gonna move on to our TV movie session now. Uh, we were supposed to watch Tiger King, but I just because I know you girls are talking about it, or at least you have been talking about it, or you're probably done talking about it by now. Um, but you know, for the life of me, you know, I just cannot get my shit together and watch it. So we're gonna do. Something else. We're going to do another more fun take. Um, we're going to talk about movies again. And this time we're going to talk about movies that, that people hate. This is this is coming up. This comes up, or at least, at least it comes up for me a lot. But there are movies that I absolutely adore. Every aspect, the performances, the music, the aesthetic of it. But it's not critically well-received or well-received by anybody. So... Mm-hmm. I'm gonna. I've asked to put together a list of top five movies in that fashion. So, so top five movies, and we're gonna put we're gonna put a um, we're gonna put something out to engage with you guys um, about this one. So maybe you guys can give us your options. Um, but what are five movies that either sucked or, or not critically well received, but you loved? To death, like to this day, you can keep watching. You can watch it every time it's on. You can you buy it on Blu-ray if you could. You know what? What are some of those movies for you? So that's the question for this that we're doing this movie session. We're gonna tell that movie and why, or give some insight to the movie. Now, one of those movies for me, I'm gonna go ahead and go first. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna put Speed Racer up there. Oh my now, god! <laughs> yeah. That was horrible. (laughs) Now, guys, shut up. As you're being. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, Speed Racer, I grew up watching, you know, Speed Racer. I grew up watching Gotcha Man, or to those of you in here who probably know it as G Force. I grew up watching Cyborg 99, you know, uh, Big O, like all those old animes, Astro Boy, but, you know, this is one of those ones. Speed Racer is one of the, Lupin the Third, Speed Racer was one of those ones that caught on for me. I loved that show. The show was good for me. And this movie was, to me, it embodied it for me. I mean, obviously, I mean, the characters were white, but personally, I don't think that the Racer family was Asian. Um, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I just, I mean, granted though, in the manga books, you know, everybody looks white anyway, but 
you know, mm-hmm. um, I, I don't, it was never been my understanding that the Racer family was white. That was one of the biggest criticisms of the film. Um, but personally, I enjoyed the film. Everything down to the acting, the scoring, uh, the graphics were, you know, they were okay. I mean, they, it still holds up to me. It still holds up for the time. But uh, they had a nice heartfelt story, you know, and they had a nice little twist. You know, they legitimized Racer X and his secret identity, how that happened. You know, and then they had this touching, I don't know if you remember, how much of the movie you remember, Brandon, but mm-hmm. I know anything about brothers or, you know, or brothers passing or, or the separation of brothers, anything like that, to me, that pulls on my heart because, you know, I love my twin brother, Jamal. Um, uh, you know, that pulls on my heart. So at the opening, you know, th- this is Speed thinks um, his brother is dead, you know, and that's such a story because he disappeared originally. But, you know, so he's racing his ghost, just like in video games how you can, you know, try to beat the first player's, you know, top score. There's a ghost racer, you know, who has his brother's, you know, old car and it's racing just like he does. And the movie opens with Speed racing that. And that's the only time he gets to see his brother again when he's racing his ghost. And he mm-hmm. lost on purpose because he didn't want to lose his opportunity. Because if he won, it would have been his new record. And he didn't want his brother's record to expunge because that's the only time he gets to see him. To me, opening the movie with that, I was like, oh, this, I'm, in, I'm about to be in for the bills. Mm-hmm. You know, and then, and then the rest of it just unfolded. It was a fantastic movie to me. I still love it. And I'll still watch it to this day. So that's, that's one for me. Okay. One day, hopefully, can we break down cartoon like crushes? Because I had a crush on Speed Racer. You had a, wait. You had a crush on Speed like the 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 anime. Yes. <laughs> How? I don't know. <laughs> I, like I don't know. I had like at first. Okay, so I, I'm like not to belabor, but I did think that um, I thought it was weird that I had crushes on cartoon characters growing up. But there's like people who actually acknowledge the fact that they had crushes too. Oh and, yeah, um, no. So- I mean, it happens. Yeah, and since then, I think that I've been able to say it more often than usual. But Speed Racer was one of my cartoon crushes, yeah. You know what? If we're going along the... And this is a bit of a tangent, but if we're going on that, do you remember Reboot? Reboot? Oh, my God. Too young. No, you don't. You probably don't. Reboot is, that a- is a name. It's a, it's a, it's, it was a cartoon, but it was like an animated one. It was like, oh my movie. god, I do know what you're talking about. Ew, and the characters, ew. He looks wait like. A wait a second, you don't even know what I'm going to say. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. You don't even, you don't even know. You don't even know. You don't even know. How dare she? How dare she? How dare she? You don't even know. You don't even know. Do you know? I do not know exactly. Exactly. <laughs> do you, do you really think <laughs> she was? Ooh, the energy in that interview—that's something I can watch over and over again. That, that I can watch every, that interview I, over. I'm not like, telling you. I, <laughs> I loved her in that interview. Just, oh the energy was great. Oh my god. Oh, may she rest in peace. What a queen. Okay. Um, but, uh, a moment, a true moment. Yes, um, uh, I know that's not the same interview, but I love that little clip where she goes, No, sometimes, always, no, sometimes. No, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I, think was, I think that was when she was talking to Wendy, and Wendy was trying to give her shit, and she was giving it right yeah. back, giving it right back. 
She threw it right back. Face, everything. She was just over it. But um, I said it to say, reboot. There's this character in there. Guys, I'm not, just let me explain. There's this character in there uh, called Enzo. The first season we see him, he's a kid. Okay? But the second season we see him, he's fully grown. He's got a beard. His arms is out. And, you know, um, I was here for Enzo. Okay, you know, so, I see what you're saying. That's a you know, it, even when Bob came back, you know, Bob was the lead character of season one. He came back, he was wearing this silver Michael Jackson number, but his hair was longer. And I just felt like Bob was black. So, I mean, he had to have been. Look at the way his hair looked in the first season. Yeah, I you see. Know, I, I, get, I get what you're saying with Enzo. With Enzo. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, you just are you looking it up? You see it? I did. I did look up Enzo. Yeah, mm-hmm. and um, biker mice from from Mars. Biker mice, kind of. Don't biker, biker mice biker from Mars. Mars. Oh Look. yeah, I remember them too. I remember them too. All the niggas was fine. The street charts, pretty much people with like football player physiques. Yeah, it really did something shook you up a little bit. Pick me up. Yeah. Pick me up. Um, I had to think so. Bravo, too, but that's okay. Bravo. Just, I don't know. I just, I don't know. <laughs> he uh, was very, very corny, but it did something for me. It really did. Uh, he did okay. something for me. Okay, so, so back it. to the movies. <laughs> wait, 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 before we get off that, before we get off that, uh, Ashton Hank. Ashton Hank. Ashton Hank, from what? From Dexter's Lab, Ashton Hank. From Dexter's Lab, it, Dexter's Lab. He had a little side. He had a little side story where he it was like heroes, the justice, the the friend, justice friends. Oh my god, with the long hair. Yeah, but, he, yes. but Ashton Hank had a beard. He was. If you look up Ashton Hank, he had a beard. He was. He had commando pants, a tank top. He had this smooth fucking voice. And yeah, his beard yeah, yeah. could like I think he fought with his beard or something. I don't know. Dexter I'm looking at the mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah, actually, yeah. So he did it for me. But anyway, back to the movies. Brandon, what was a movie that's really shitty, or at least wasn't the best for everybody that you enjoyed? Okay, I'm gonna get this one out the way because I know you don't want to hear any more Power stuff. Oh my but God. I have to put it in there. I have to put it in there, and that is Turbo, a Power Rangers movie, which was the 1997 sequel to Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the movie. Even though that one was, um, the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie was like a different alternate reality of the Power Rangers, and this one, the Power Rangers Turbo movie, went right into and a the series. Film. You said what? I said, and a perfect film. I mean, a perfect film. <laughs> to me, that is what the show would have been with a movie yeah. budget. Honestly, like, I mean, you cannot be mad at that. You know what I'm saying? Like, people are like, oh my gosh. See, but you know, I, I do understand what they're saying as far as, like, comparing it to Mighty Morphin Power Rangers because it was an alternate reality. They were super powered up. There were different adventures, different things like that. But since this one was in the reality of Power Rangers, I think that it made sense for it to be the way it was. Like, you know, yeah. there's a... There's a, a, a wizard on the loose who needs help, you know, and who's going to go answer the call? The fucking Power Rangers. Like, you know, yeah. and you have some old friends that come back, turn evil. And you go, you talk about the score. I mean, I love the soundtrack. Love yeah. the soundtrack. Like, you know, I just think that people are super hard on it because now here's the discrepancies. Um, they, they went on uh, without really telling us why the 
they needed new powers anyway. <laughs> so <laughs> that was hard. That was hard to get through. That was hard to get through. And I, like literally, like they're like, why are we getting new powers? What is going on? They're like, they're like, who is this uh wizard? Um, that is all of this, and who needs to be saved? And he's like this almighty. We've never heard of him. <laughs> like all type of the stuff. Yeah, but, um, that was the biggest one. That one was the biggest one. Um, also, uh, Justin, who is the Blue Ranger at the time, came oh, in and he was a kid. They thought that. Okay, so let's be real. They just released Beetleborgs, which was a super successful show. Yeah, it and was. they thought. Yeah, and they thought with bringing in a kid like, you know, the Breedaborgs, having that mix, I think that it would have worked if they all were You said what? Did you say the Breedaborgs? I said the Beetleborgs. Did I say Breedle? I'm talking fast. I thought you were thinking about, like, I mean, like some kind of porn or something, the Breedaborgs. That is a porn. You know they make a porn out of everything. Breedaborgs. Love it. No, the Beetleborgs. The Beetleborgs. Um, yeah, I think they tried to do the same thing there. And I think that, you know, for some it was bad. Um, for most it was bad. Um, but I enjoyed it. I love Justin as a Power Ranger. I think mm-hmm. Justin had brought I think he brought so much youth and charisma to a team, honestly, that was dying. Like I mean not dying, but like just who was like they had so many adventures. It was tired. I think for me, seeing Tommy on another season was boring. Like seeing, you know, Adam and all of them, like they didn't have any more adventures really to show to me. You know, I think that they they probably mm-hmm. could have, but they didn't write it in correctly. You know, like they could have done things differently to keep them more fresh. And I think that Justin was that mix. Justin gave them something to look after, to really like, you know, invest in. Um, mm-hmm. All of the Rangers during the season took time to really like build a relationship with Justin. Like you saw that. You saw Catherine was in school with him. Tommy was why was this little kid going to school at high school? Like, so, 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 because he was a prodigy. That was another thing that they that they made in the TV show that I really like. Everybody's like, really, bitch. But um, yeah, he skipped about eight grades because he was uh, super smart. Mm. Um, and he attended summer school. That's how they found out too. That's what's so funny. Um, he attended summer school, and um, he you know took a test, and Miss Appleby noticed his uh his prodigyness. And she brought him up to mm-hmm. up to high school. Yeah, I mean, she brought him on up to high school. But the movie itself, I can get where, like, those are the discrepancies that people did not like, you know, that made it super worse. Um, that, um, and the lack of storyline to, like I said, the use of new powers, um, where Billy went. Because, um, I mean, he was supposed to be developing these things and all of a sudden just kaput nothing. Um mm-hmm. Malagor, everybody hated Malagor. Actually, and it's so it's so so funny because they released concept art like a couple years ago of the original movie of Power Rangers and Turbo, and it looks like everything that they had literally would have been better than what we got. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, and also there are so many um things that they filmed that they didn't put in this uh, movie. Like there are some things like on the back of the Did they movie, anything else in that damn movie. You said what? That could they fit anything else in the movie? Well, it was an hour. It was like an hour and thirty minutes, and the original screen time was, I think, like two hours and fifteen. And it's too long for a kid. So they were like, you know, that's too long for a kid. We can't have that. 
you know, all this other stuff. So um, they initially cut out a bunch of scenes, but all those scenes made sense to why they would need to have those transitions. One of those scenes were, you know, Diva Talks going in and uh, really just fucking up the Zords, messing with the Power Rangers, like the Piranatrons, really defeating the Zeo powers and the Super Zeo Zords to why they would need new powers. And um, there was a scene where Kimberly just automatically, you know, showed up on shore and really, in um, the script, there was a mermaid that really had a crush on Adam, but that they met, you know, in another dimension. And um, she saved uh, Kimberly from drowning and pulled her to shore. And a bunch of other things that really would have explained a lot of different things. And even more backstory for Justin and Larigo, who is the mm-hmm. wizard. So I think that, but honestly, the action is there. And I mean, and the reason why I love it, they kept the same dynamic of the first movie where there's action everywhere. And it's not just fight scenes. There's mm-hmm. an underwater scene. There's uh, action with a snake. You know, there's there's so much stuff that the Turbo movie really had to offer. And I think that people just have to be a little bit more gracious with it. But I think that it was, mm-hmm. I love it. I could watch it all day. So you go up for it. You go up for that one. I am. I'm going for that one. Yeah. Okay. Um. Let's see. What's one for me? Uh. Another one for me would be uh, uh, Resident Evil Two. Um. This is the the direct sequel to Resident Evil that came out. This was the second one that came out. The first one, it felt like they took themselves a little serious. You know. It, you know. It was um. Now I know there's been goddamn like twenty five of these. Um, and they've all not been good after this one to me. But this one was a bad movie. I'm not gonna kind of I'm not gonna I'm not gonna joke around and try to pretend like it's not. It was a bad movie, number two. Like plot didn't make sense, people's directions didn't make sense, but god damn it, I loved everything about it. I watched it so much when I was a kid. Me and my brother when I was a kid, when I was younger, me and my twin brother literally watched that movie probably about at least 50 times in my life like so i i think i've just got stockholm you know like i loved that goddamn movie like the everything was there the action sequences are there it was dramatic it was over the top the the scoring on the movie like i don't know i mean i didn't expect that but the scoring on the movie it's really good like i was listening to some of them on youtube like this guy was trying to tell a story with the with the story of this film um you know, Mila, the main actor, I mean, obviously, you know, her acting isn't the greatest. She hasn't really, she hasn't really uh, done much, you know, range-wise. But to me, I, I mean, Omar, it was a great cast. We had um, some 90s actor lady, uh, Mina, Mina, I don't know what her name is, but she played Jill Valentine. Yeah. We had Mike Epps. He was in there for some random reason. We had... Um, <laughs> Bear, you know, he was in there. This is the guy from The Mummy um, mm. and Deuce Bigelow. <laughs> he had a weird career, um, uh, but yeah, it was it was a it was a it was a it was a fun film. It was a really fun film, um, and I enjoyed it. I know people really hate it, and I used to I I would think that I would have hated it too, but it was good. It had suspense, it had action, and the CG, it had. It had scoring, you know, the script was there, the range was there for some people. It was just, it was an overall, to me, it was an overall enjoyable experience. I could watch it to this day, and I'm probably going to smoke after this and watch it now because I mentioned it. So that's another one. That's another two. That's a good one. I know I've I've seen those, and I've just been like, you know. And then some were like, uh. 
But, uh, <laughs> but it makes sense. But it makes sense. Um, so my next one, I'm going to get this one out the way too, because I know a bunch of bitches have so much to say about this one. But it is the um, critically acclaimed, the oh critically acclaimed solo Catwoman movie um, with Halle uh-huh. Berry. <laughs> with Halle Berry as um, Michelle Pfeiffer's uh, version of Catwoman. But um, that's what it intended to be. So it was, it was intended to be a solo standalone movie for Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman and Batman Returns. Um, but the, I guess the script took very long because Michelle Pfeiffer was like really ready. She wanted to do it. But um, mm. the script took too long. So she got lot, like she lost interest in a project, but they still want to go forward with it. So they said, hey, let's switch it up. Let's do some cool things. And they said, hey, why don't we bring in the hot Halle Berry who's doing a lot right now? Yeah. Taking her role. Why are you making that noise? <laughs> it worked out so well, obviously. You know, it's. it's I enjoy that movie so, so much. And I enjoy that movie for this reason. I think that it was great that they did not have a Batman element in there. I mean, the, the yeah. Batman love story, the Batman-ish love story was in there with the detective, but it was not Batman himself. So I was grateful for that. Um, I think that Halle brought a lot of different things to the table. Yeah, sure. She got a lot of things. She 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 came with a lot of different things at the table mm-hmm. when it came to um the interpretation of what Catwoman like a Catwoman like Selena Kyle would be you know mm-hmm. I do think um her flirted her flirtatious ways um her her character was different from what you saw in Selena Kyle and all these other interpretations of um, Catwoman but um I I appreciated it because it was more subtle I do think that if Catwoman was a black woman. I mm-hmm. think that Halle Berry's interpretation would be pretty close. Mm. I think it would be. Uh, I think it would be a uh, pretty close. I think there's a little bit more attitude she could have, but um, for cinematic, I thought it was great. The transformation was amazing to me. I think like I, the it was, pretty, it was it was. I remember that being pretty intuitive. Um, yeah, like the haircut and. You know, her just tricking out the leather and stuff like that. Like, that was amazing. The yeah, suit, that was a cool costume, though. The suit? The suit. Like, the only thing I had a problem with, I just don't believe open toes for anybody. Like, open, I, don't <laughs> do, I mean, literally, we just don't, I don't do open toes in the club. It's, it's a, like a rule. Me and my girlfriends, we don't do open toes in a club at public settings because people step on your toes. You know what I'm saying? Trying yeah. to fire anything. You don't want to do that. How you going to have open toes during a crime fight? Mm. And then she had bell bottoms. I didn't agree with that either. That's just not super. Yeah, that's not, it was a that's not super like that's not superhero like, you know. But the claws, the mask, the the lipstick, the body, like the body, like she gave it all to us. And I think that the, um, the shoulderless sleeves. The- I mean, yes. The, I mean, it, it was is for that time. It was so fetch. It was definitely fetch. It was definitely. It, it happened. Cool. She made it happen. Yeah, and I think that you know she, she, she has something to do with it. But I also think it was the script and how things. I mean, and I think just the jaded plot of an evil cosmetic. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that made no sense. I cannot put it in words. To, it was hard to what it was. Um, the cosmetic biochemical tech of destruction. It just wasn't. Wow. <laughs> it just wasn't. So uh, yeah, but hey, go up for it. 
I, I lived for Hallie. I lived for, uh, I think I'm going to get Benjamin Brett. Oh, God, he's just so fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and and I, who I also could ultimately see, if they did like a Bruce Wayne, I think he would be kind of cool to do one. But mm. he's still fine. He's still fine. But um, yeah, so that, I would say Catwoman is my second. Okay. Um, we're getting pretty close to top two for me, so I'm going to go ahead and throw out the third. Players Club. Um, this is not my film. Now, I don't know anybody black who will tell me that they don't like this film, but I know it isn't critically well received, so therefore it does go in the category perfectly. Um, where do we start? You know, a timeless gem of this movie. I could watch it all over and over, and it just got recently put back on Netflix. Me and my fiance definitely, um, you know, watched it this weekend, and uh, I gotta tell you, it had everything. Okay. It had everything. It had opening narration. You understood where the characters are coming from. You understood there were there was dangers and predators out there. You know, there was villains. Ice Cube, Ronnie. You know, villains. You know, um, you know. It just it had every so many iconic sequences. Okay, for instance, um, the 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 shootout. And the apartment, you know, where, where you know, Diamond comes home and she sees her cousin sleeping with her man, Lance, who she had just recently kicked out. He shouldn't even have his ass back at the apartment. But he came yeah. back. He said he had a crook in his neck. But we all suspect that that was a lie. Um, and he was in the pen with, with his cousin, with, with Diamond's cousin. And she proceeded to tell him to get out. And he said, "No, I'm not gonna. See, I'm not gonna go. You're gonna talk to me. We're gonna talk about this." To which then she went into her closet. She grew up, but she moved past an orange Adidas box, and um, she pulled out a hammer. And uh, you know, and, and she began to fire in her apartment complex at this man. And at first, I thought she was. When I used to watch it when I was little, I thought she was shooting to scare him. But watching it in my adulthood, I realized that she was shooting at him, and she just had bad aim. Baby, because she was trying to get that man. She was trying to kill him. She was trying to kill that man. <laughs> and rightfully so. Yeah. And that's the first time I've seen any instance where, you know, the person is cheating on their person and they go after their person instead of going after the other girl. You know, yeah. so shout out. Shout out for that. You know, so because, you know, wow. Uh, but yes, that movie, it had everything. It had story, it had character growth and development because we've seen Diamond become go from being a girl to being a woman. Then we watched it. Then we watched uh Ebony's transformation, which, you know, a little problematic still, you know, like after after her, you know, after getting her ass beat and, you know, all that other stuff, you know, she uh became you know, this woke, wise woman, and she was judging these strippers at the Payless that she worked at. Very much so. Um, very much so. Huh? I said, very so much so. She said, she said, use what you got to get what you want, huh? Well, if that's all you got, you went well for me. You got much. <laughs> okay. Not that she fucking read them and still went to go get the shoes. I was like, okay, Ebony. I just feel like at that time she could have been like, you know, a girl, I've been there, done that. It's not all it's cracked up to be. But as right. you said, you must yeah. not want for much. Okay, she served them a read. I was like, like, I haven't wow. been here just two months ago. I know, like you didn't just come from there. 
Okay, like you just wasn't resuscitated, sis. Like you, <laughs> like you didn't just get out of the hospital. Okay. You got the Kanye West jaw uh, going on from that time, you know. Right. So, I'm like, the braids ain't do nothing, girl. Right. So you know, it's right behind you, sis. So don't. You know what I mean? Like, but anyway, like I said, fantastic film, timeless. You know, the 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 villains. You know, and I, I was I was into it with one of, uh, one of my brothers on Twitter where he talked about how Ronnie was a predator. And obviously, absolutely she was. She was a predator. She deserved to go under the jail, hated her. And watching it just recently, you definitely get that. I do kind of get the feeling that they were trying to paint the picture that because Ronnie was gay, that, that she was also bad. You know, like like this is how aggressive studs are or, you know, yeah. lesbians are. I'm like, ah, I'm not feeling that. But, you know. I can see that. Yeah, there, I mean, it was a little, I was like... Are you? I don't think. I mean, this isn't how they are. This is this person, you know. <laughs> you know, but still, she was a villain. She was a perfect villain. Ice Cube, perfect villain. You know, uh, definitely don't agree with her. You know what she was doing with people, particularly. Uh, one of the things that kind of did throw me off a little bit before I don't want to get too far into the tangent because I know we're gonna wrap. But Ebony, she got out there. She changed really quickly. Right, you know, she gets out there and she starts drinking immediately. She's sloppy drunk every night that she's there. And I'm like, I wonder what one of her dance numbers is like because she's always stumbling out of the room in her scenes. So you mean to tell me she's up there pole dancing too? She like way. So I never seen her dance in the room, thank God. But I doubt it looked like much because, like I said, she was always stumbling away. You know, so sis was done in every time. Like sis was always done in, like and fast. Mm. I mean, we I'm broke. I want to make a little motherfucking money on the side. <laughs> I forget. How, I forgot how the line went, but another iconic role. Anyway. Fantastic. Everybody did everybody did great. Bernie Mac, the legend, you know, may he rest in, in power. You know. Um, great cast, fantastic. Just loved it. Loved the film. Cinematography. Black cinema at its finest there. Love that movie. Yes, definitely. I agree. I agree. I was gonna say something at least to pivot on uh Ronnie's uh depiction. Um mm-hmm. Is it kind of weird that I felt bad for her in the moment when she found Ebony? Because I feel like she did have some mm. compassion for what happened, but I think she just chose her brother. Over- yeah, I mean, she immediately, immediately went into you know uh, damage control for her brother, right? You know, which you know people do that kind of shit for family, I guess. But it was very fucked up. She definitely, yeah. she definitely, definitely was was shaken up when she saw her. Yeah, you know. Because they did trick her. Like, Ice Cube and the guys tricked her and manipulated his brother into, you know, going in there and, you know, doing that. You know, so that's why I say he's like a villain as well. You know, um, but yeah, she definitely was, she was definitely shaking up. I couldn't understand why they got all their stuff and ran out of the room like like the room wasn't in Junior's name. You know what I mean? Like, okay. how or far did they think they were going to get? You know? Mess. But, uh, anyway. Yes. Okay. So, so my number three, um, <laughs> I would have to go. This is like a um, a kid zone here. Um, I would go with um, Spice World. <laughs> Spice World. Spice is something World. That, it is something oh my I god! 
I will drop in a millisecond to watch at any moment, any given time, the songs, the love. I mean, the opening song, I would replay the opening song. Too Much is one of my favorite songs by them. But um, I would replay that, just that opening scene, to see them Mm. sing a thousand times when Mm. I was like, and I have it on VHS. I also bought it on Amazon Prime as like a download. Um, I love that movie. But when I think about it cinematically and how some of the, like they met aliens and Mm -hmm. they were in a haunted like mansion at one point and then they fell overboard. Um, They did a lot for this one little tour. Um, And I was just like, damn, that's, that's a fucking lot. But um, Mm -hmm. yeah, that was one of my, that was what I love. I love uh, a spice world with all of my heart. I mean, even the crazy manager is so funny to me. Like (laughs) he reminds me of Alan Cumming. I don't know why, but that's like the Mm -hmm. presence that he gives off on a screen. Mm. Yeah. I didn't rewatch that one because I, I do remember that being a hit for me. But yeah, he was so it was so funny to me how he was just all over the place and how the girls are all over the place. It was it, to me, it's just it's a classic within itself. But um, it's it's amazing to watch each time. Like mm. I, I watch it like I've never seen it before. Mm. Okay, so uh, Spice World. Uh, what what tastes? Okay. <laughs> What what taste is going on here? Okay, so love it. Um, now we're we're gonna get to top two. All right, and this one is time is is number two. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and give out the top two movies. I'm gonna go ahead and say Mortal Kombat Annihilation. All right, now having just watched Mortal Kombat one, um, because I watched that last night. In one of my high adventures, I watched uh, Mortal Kombat 1 last night. And I got to tell you, definitely by compare. At first, I was already leaning towards it because the fights were much better in number two. But number one, definitely in comparison to number two, God, number one just got so much wrong. You know, it, it definitely took itself a little bit too much more seriously. They had this whole damsel in distress like thing for Sonya fucking Blade. Yeah. A general like, like, it makes no sense. It was so bad. Like, like they started off by making it like Kano could have totally whooped his whooped her ass if it were not for Shang Tsung, who said, hey, you know, I have plans for her. So when you fight her, don't beat her all the way. Don't kill her. Just, you know, humiliate her a little bit. You know, like, so that's one saying Kano could have really beat her if it wasn't for Shang Tsung telling him to cool down. But then... You know, like, there's this one point where Shane Sung grabs her by arm, and she's standing, by the way. She's not incapacitated. She's up. She's standing. He comes up behind her. He grabs her, and he's dragging her with his hands around her. She's got her hands on his arm, and she's like, get off of me. Let go of me. This is Sonya fucking Blade. Mm-hmm. Not a backflip. Not a not a nothing. And they're like, you coward. You fight her. Fight us instead. I'm like, why is he a coward for wanting to fight Sonya? She's <laughs> like... She uh, top soldier. I'm like, I think you're like playing with your life right now. Right. Like holding the same position so long. Like I I don't understand how your arm is not a toothpick right now. You know. But like like I said, the movie got so much wrong. But number two, the range. They changed all the actors just about. (laughs) Uh, The song in this movie. Dead. Some people were uh, new. Yes, 
immediately. Some left, some were blatant. I mean, nationalities, ethnicities were changed. Ethnicities were changed. <laughs> Hairs. I just, I mean, either way, it came together to make such a great film. Okay, the first movie only had one really good fight, which was the Scorpion and Johnny Cage, but this one. Oh, God. And so many iconic lines. For example, the mud fight. Now, I know this is kind of sounding a little hetero coming out of my mouth, but the yeah. mud fight between Sonya and Melina, oh, classic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Classic fight. Yeah. The the fight with Jax, Cyrax, and Sonya in the lab. Classic. Very much fight. so iconic. Beautiful. Oh, that that I, I want to do that flip that Sonya yes, over, over the, the bed. So iconic. That's what I said. We talked about this before. We haven't talked about this on air, but the Sonya from the second one really beats out the one from the first one. Oh, like, for sure. One, she has the look. She has the look, but that second she had one... had the look, for sure. For sure. That second one brought us, gave us the Sonya we deserve. Gave us the Sonya that we always knew she was. Athletic-wise, actress-wise, I think she's going to be a little more tougher. But she, she, but yeah, that's the second one. Gangler, she gave me a little bit more. She gave me a little, yeah. like, I mean, you know, Charlie Pride just a little bit. But I mean, she was definitely that. Like, she, she was, you about, we was only about to whip her ass for nothing. Every time mm-hmm. scene came, she was ready. She was with the shits. Mm-hmm. Like, loved her. Right. Like, really great. I always wanted to try that. I mean, those, oh my God. What a great, what a fucking great movie. The, the fight, the, the ice bridge fight with, with uh, the new Sub-Zero, because, you know, this they had a new one, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, where Katana and Katana, was it the same Katana actress or was it a different one? I can't remember. It was the same Katana. It was the same Katana. Okay, so they didn't give her a chance to do shit in the first one because the first one she had maybe a combined ten lines. Yeah. Like, uh, mm-hmm. but the, it was there. The, the fights were iconic. Uh, the the actors were much better. The only thing I don't like about number two is that Jax, you know, took his arms off like it was a confidence thing. Uh huh. Or as if he could do it. I thought that those were his real. Like that. Well, there's, there's, there's wires built in. There's a bone right. built in. I mean, you can't take. They're not. <laughs> they're That's not like, sleeping. As he could. I was like, you can't just. Sl- it's not a glove. Yeah. Like, they're not a whole arm glove. Okay. It's real. Those are his arms. Those are connected to his joints. He has nothing else mm-hmm. under there. Right. So. Okay. Didn't didn't care for that, but um, but other than that, the movie was fucking stunning. They had so I mean, Nightwolf, uh, opening with Jade uh, and and Liu Kang fighting in the fucking desert, and then she did that transformation with the little stick. Yes, 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 yes. I think, was I gay then? I think my gayness happened then. Honestly, my guilty pleasure was Sindel in that movie. Even though oh! she didn't give me Mother! My, my, my white storm, she didn't give me that. But uh, she still sold me sexy, confident, like I'm a killer. And she knew that it was going to hit that line. She goes, and she didn't do any retakes. She goes, yeah. up, and she says, Mother. You're alive. And she goes, too bad you will die. Like, she held it that long. And I waited. Every time. I wait every time. (laughs) (laughs) She said, nope, that's it. That's the take. 
Got it. Don't give me nothing else. That's it. Damn. Nothing else. The Raid Raiden when he fought um Reptile in the in the bottom uh in the bottom catacombs. Um like oh god, what a film. You know what? And since we're talking about bottoming, I would bottom for Jax in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> And I said what I said. That and um, listen, listen. I said what I said. He was actually they actually got him from um what is that? It was a TV show, um, a triathlon TV show uh called mm. I think American something. I can't remember. But that's mm. what he actually got the role from. Mm. I'm about to look um, him up, but um yeah, he was fine. Yeah. Not gonna yeah, lie. His lips was every I just could not what? stop looking at his lips as a kid. I could not stop looking at his lips. So And then he had um he had little freckles on his face too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think uh, I mean like he was a little lighter skinned, but I mean like his mouth, everything about that Jax was, I mean, he just he did, did it in so many ways. He did it in so I many just, ways. I just I spent a lot of time looking at him. That's all. You know, so yeah, he can. Um, yeah, he can split me in half. Um, Lynn, yeah. be related. Oh. That's different. Yeah. So, oh, you're really interesting. I older too. He probably still look good. Do he still look good? Yeah, he still looks good. He gives me Doctor River from um, like if Doctor River worked out, that's what he gives me. Oh, from, uh, from Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's my time. That's my number two film. Love that action down, fighting down, music down. Casting down, okay. Location, 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 location. Okay, the dynamics. It was there, almost, albeit a perfect film. So, yeah, I agree. I agree. I certainly agree. What's your what's your number two? So my so my so I think that I didn't know we were gonna do it that way. My two was the Power Rangers Turbo Movie and Catwoman. Mm. So Mm. I'm gonna give uh, just the other two that I have, but my number. For a Turbo Power Rangers movie and Catwoman with Halle Berry, um, my other one was uh, I'm gonna get Rollerball out the way. Rollerball was one of my uh, oh, <laughs> with, I, with um fucking um LL Cool J, right? Yep. Oh yeah. wow, that movie was something. I loved it because me and that's one of the movies that me and my brother really really shared um, mm. a, a huge like into growing up, and um. We just, we loved it. We loved it. It was scandalous. It was, uh, I mean, it was dirty. It was, you know, it was about a a sports rollerball team, which we actually found out it was a remake from like a 1970s uh, sci-fi movie. Mm. We didn't even know that, but it's a remake of it. I just learned that. You said what? I just learned that now. Yeah, it was a a remake of it. from the 1970s about this uh, rollerball team. It's a, it's a, it was a, a game that got really, really popular and just a lot of dirty uh, gangsters money and stuff like that. It just kind of got drawn out and to being not just the game anymore. You know, people's lives were at stake um, and people would do anything to get what they needed for, like for people to win or for them to win bets and stuff like that. So people were taking, you know, each other out and stuff like that. And LL Cool J was in that um okay. My girl, my girl, I'm going to butcher her last name, Rebecca Manjun, um, Rebecca Man- Ramajan. Oh, God, I'm fucking it up. Rebecca now, Romaine? Is that it? Yeah, hold on. I, you Rebecca, been 
Mystique from X-Men. Rebecca Remain Stamos? You said what? Rebecca Remain Remain Stamos. Oh, yeah, her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that's how you pronounced her name. I see the J and I get fucked up. Okay. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. She was in there with her wig, her beautiful black, that beautiful black, um, that bob wig with um, the bangs, bitch. That mm-hmm. was a piece yes. of work. That was yeah. a piece of work that no one, I mean, no one could have pulled off but her. But her, she did it, period. I mean, her character was like, you. I mean, you could tell she was in love with the main character, but she was like giving me good mysterious vibes, but she didn't mm-hmm. want to, oh, she was amazing. Oh, I loved her. I loved her throughout the whole film. And El Kuji, of course he died, but it was just, it was a great fun film. It was a great fun yeah. film. It I was mean, it was futuristic. The music, I remember the music, like, I don't know exactly everything about the music now, but the music was super octane, just like, Pumping breaks everything like going along with the whole like you know it fit um, with the choreography yeah and so it fit with the film it definitely didn't take right. away yeah it was definitely like you know just it, it made you feel like you were there especially during the times when they were playing the games and stuff it made you feel like you were there so um it was beautiful I love Rollerball to this day and I'll watch that any day and um last but not least I think that um. Oh, also Pink was in there, and I loved Pink. But um, oh, of course she was. She had a cameo. Um, last but not least, I think to go into like a horror ish type of feel is uh, Anaconda with mm, the Ice Cube. <laughs> ice Cube, yes. Oh wow! Um, one because Ice Cube, a black man, survives. Let's just be real. Let's um, be real. Yeah. Sure. She's different. I mean, you know, I still, we gave her, you know, people of color survived. I'll give yeah. it to you. Um, people of color. And I think, honestly, I will always say this. That started, like, her typecasting with her being with white men. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm just going to say that and be done. Because um, they saw the chemistry between her and, um, oh, dude, I can't remember his name. But, um, yeah, that started the typecasting with her and her counterparts being white. So, mm-hmm. um, I guess that was cool, but uh, I did. But there was a nice chemistry that she had um, portrayed between them two, so I thought that was really, really cool. Um, and like I said, uh, Ice Cube was no bitch in that movie. No, I absolutely not. Not, not in any movie he's in. He like literally gave me. I'm going to be determined to survive. Like, cannot. Like, I'm not gonna die like this, and I'm not going out like that. And whoever's with me is gonna survive. So I appreciate that, and I love that to see that in a black man. Um, it was great. You love to see her. Yeah, Angelina Jolie's father. I can't think of his name right now. Oh, John Voight. Yes, John Voight. He was amazing as a villain, like as a villain, like counter to the motherfucking snake. Like we got to deal with the snake, but we also got to deal with this dude who hijack us. You know what I'm saying? Don't give a fuck who's going to die, but we care, and he's just gonna fuck up our whole world. Like, yeah, was amazing, and that ponytail was amazing. And Medicine. that wink, that wink after he got swallowed, bitch, was amazing. <gasps> he was swallowed and get out. What a scene. And he winked at that motherfucking camera. That shit had me shaking in my goddamn boots as a kid. Like, still to this day. I mean, shaking, 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 shaking. So um, I definitely would give that one. Like, that's one of the ones that I enjoy. That was 
I mean, that was in top two. No, no, no. My top two was Power Rangers, and no, um, that's okay. Like, how is that not top one of the top two? I mean, I think because the other two they resonate with me very okay. similar. I love right. Right. Selena Kyle. Yeah, Power Rangers. That goes without saying. And Selena Kyle, Catwoman, Black Cat. I love women and feline. Like that's just everything for me. So, okay. so yeah. So well, uh, and now my number one, and you might have suspected this coming, you know, but uh, it's gonna be Batman and fucking Robin. Okay. No, we, I'm gonna say that's my number one too. So let's just riff on this one together. Oh, great, fantastic. I thank you for meeting me here. So thank you for meeting me. So iconic film, um, di- perfect film, um, you know, cinematography attitude, you know, was there. Now, obviously, you know, we had we had uh, George Clooney, who was damn near a really good. He was a really good Bruce Wayne in this movie, but I, I think he's more. I think he was better Bruce Wayne than he was Batman. But you know, he had enough swagger to where he could do both. You know, Chris O'Donnell. Hundred percent agree. Chris O'Donnell returning, uh, doing Robin in this film. And, uh, you know, love it. You know, he's a little bit more mature. He's learned things since the last time. You know, great, great film. You, you know, he gave you Nightwing vibes throughout that whole Gave film. you Nightwing. He gave you Nightwing. He gave he didn't give you Robin. He gave you Nightwing throughout that whole film. And I appreciated that. I, thought that that I was definitely cool. appreciated it. Loved it. I mean, let's talk about the architecture of the film. Crazy. Don't know how humans lived where they were, but, you know, um, um, just you just you're there for it. You know, you don't ask questions like that. I mean, look at the museum that they were in. It was a, the museum was on the top of a statue. A statue that was what fifty feet high, maybe a hundred, and the and the and the museum that they were in, the one with the telescope, the one that they were walking through, that uh-huh. was on top of that, on the guy's flame that he was extending his arm up with. I'm like, I I don't I don't know who built this shit, you know that they're in, but uh, hey, you know go for it. So okay. casting all that. And, and while we're on casting, let's 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 dig into what my favorite is. I'm gonna go right for it, guys. I don't want to wait, Brandon. You're probably gonna meet me here too. Yeah. Let's talk about the person who carried this film on her big. Who carried home. this film? Yes, she carried this on film. her big green fucking shoulder. <laughs> Poison Ivy. Poison motherfucking Ivy. Pamela motherfucking Isley. Uma the motherfucking Thurman. The bride bitch. Carried this movie <laughs> on her fucking shoulders. Hell. Yeah. I am Mother Nature. What? <laughs> oh my God. What a fucking lie. She served a look in every scene. She um, served attitude. Uh, oh God, so many iconic lines. My vines have a crush on you. I mean, all types of shit. Like I'm really, like, I don't know. It was so funny. We was just riffing on this earlier, but like right now, I feel like I'm at a standstill. I don't even know why. Yes. As I told Lady Freeze when I pulled her plug, it's a one woman show. It's a fucking one woman show, bitch. I mean, all of that. Wait, no, 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 my favorite. My favorite, my motherfucking favorite. Come join me. My gardens need tending. Yes! Oh, my gosh. Come join me. My garden needs tending. Oh, my God. What about when she crashed the fucking banquet gala deal 
and she was serving fucking goddess. She was serving body. She came out of that fucking eight outfit. Gorilla and, suit. Yes. Oh Who fuck- are you? No, he said, and you are. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say poison? Poison ivy. Poison ivy. Oh, God. You get everything you see here. Yeah! And, and, you do. <laughs> and, and, and I little and I shimmy down when she did it. And that just so much character. So just much. So much. Oh God, dripping. Yeah. Just dripping with, with range and talent. Okay. I, mean, I loved her. Loved yeah. her. Fantastic. Curses. Yeah. How about what she gets swallowed? Yeah. Curses! No! <laughs> and she went into the ground. I'm like, oh my god! I believe she's dead. I believe the actress did. That's what acting is for me. She's gone. Period. I mean, so like, I mean, I, you can't say you just. It's, I just. Ugh, I can't. I can't take it. I, I, I just can't about can't. everything. Like, well, you're not gonna fight over little old me now, are you? Had <laughs> <laughs> oh, them niggas just geeked. I mean, Batman had a platinum card. Who knew? We knew. Uh, who knew? He was I mean, about to buy the world for this he lady. He was going to buy it all. He was about to trick on her. He, okay. didn't even, he didn't even think about the logistics. He said, I got a Bat Master card. I get a black card with Batman's name on it. Now, when I swipe this bitch, the transactions are going to come out of Bruce Wayne's bank account. But, I mean, I, I got. I don't give a fuck. Okay. You know, Mammals. the day of reckoning is coming. coming. Oh. oh my god! Oh. I, 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 she she served. I mean, Uma really she did that shit. She did. She that shit. really did. Like, and when you think, oh, you will you look? I don't know if you ever got a chance to look at the behind the scenes or um, the uh, kind of making of that film. Oh my god! Is but, there? Yeah, on, on, look it up on YouTube. The director was so intentional on getting Uma Thurman to play that part. And I just, I mean, he, said there, was, he said there were some stipulations with her because um, she was doing another film, all this mm-hmm. other stuff. But he said, like, you know, he really tried his best to, to get her and they messed and they got it together. They, you know, he waited around a little bit. He got it together for her. And I'm just like, at, rightfully so. I'm so happy you did it. I'm so happy. Mm. Mm, mm, like, mm. I'm ha- and I'm glad he was able to pull it. I'm so glad that he got her because, my God, you know what? What a treat! I okay, don't know what that movie would be, or who could play that role? Who else? Nobody. 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 I don't, I don't think so. The only thing that I've seen even close to her over the top, perfect acting in that film. Was is Jada Pickett Smith as Fish Mooney in the Gotham Show? Like, and yes. it it's and and it's and I think it's just because it's derived or or inspired by her, you know. Mm-hmm. But my God, what a what a! I don't even. I mean, it's. I guess we can do honorable mentions to talk about Arnold Schwarzenegger and his one liners throughout the film. You know. Oh now this is where people. I this is where I understand why why people hate it. It wasn't the film. Yeah. Because he definitely did a little too much. He was definitely a lot. Winterize your pipes. I want to know whose idea was the puns like that. Who's it was probably was his. That? You think so? I 100%. Like, he was like, let me write a bunch of bad jokes. Like, oh, 
Shut up. Why did you have to do the voice? <laughs> no, I see it. I see I see it. I see myself writing jokes now. God. <laughs> what is it? What did he say? What did he say? Um, he's like, be sure to winterize your pipes. Go with the shit myself. He comes in. Pipes. Everyone, still. Um, <laughs> God, Arnold. It was I think bad. It's it's almost like the opposite happened, right? Like, so if I could just bring it into the future for a second, we saw the Lion King movie, the remake, um, mm-hmm. you know, and starring uh, Beyonce, Beyonce, and Charles Gambino. And I feel like Charles Gambino, knowing that Beyonce was on the track, she was on the film. I think he got intimidated and didn't want to sing as much as he could have, mm-hmm. you know. Like, and I think that the reverse happened here in this movie. I think that he saw all of Uma's, Uma's um, parts, and he was like, let me do something. Let me add something that makes my character stand out. And I guess he thought the puns... What's the way to go? And uh, it definitely was one way to go, but, um, you know, that's probably why you niggas hated that movie, but like I said, Poison Ivy in this movie alone for me, where is the Oscar nomination? Where is... You know, I mean, where's the female icon? Everything like she, she I, deserved it all for the, I mean, down to the execution of, I mean, I know it was a system, I know it was a team, but down to her looks, down uh, to how she wore those things. Like, uh, oh my gosh, like, where did she have time to go get the hair changed? Uh, where? Freezing hell, Batman. Freezing hell. Freezing uh, hell. Yeah. Freezing hell. Like, Freezing what are you hell? talking about? Stay cool, bird boy. Uh, <laughs> Wait, not me, party. God damn it. Let's kick some ice. Oh, this is my favorite one. I said this one earlier. What killed the dinosaurs? Oh, you my God. Crazy. No. <laughs> the fucking ice age. I wanted to. Oh, oh brother, this guy stinks. <laughs> what killed what? What the dinosaurs? The ice and that fucking ice gun. Ever you knew he was going to use that fucking gun when he said a line. You just knew it. He, I'm like, oh, must be about to fire it. Like, what was with this? He comes in the first time we see him. He's it's in the museum stage, and he comes in. And for like a good sixty seconds, he's freezing and smiling at people. Like he's like, wow. the camera's panning in on his face. Do you remember the sequence? He comes in, he starts shooting. The camera's panning in, and it shows back to the people getting froze. It's his face panning in again, and then it goes back to them being froze, and it's back to his face. Like you guys, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about if you watch this movie again. Um, I would say invest and go and watch it because of Poison Ivy. Like just the fucking moment she got on fucking screen. Like I was like, and she went through a complete transformation. This little scientist, nobody. You're you're poisoning the streets. Killing her. Blackening the skies. You're killing her. Like you're killing her. Oh Jesus. Great. This was a great movie. So so that alone makes that movie top number one of the movies that everyone hates, but I love. And and I know that you you know. 
You know, I mean, if you don't know, then, and if you know, for those of you who know, you know. All right. So, so yeah, that's that's pretty much all I've got. Oh, this is a long ass fucking episode. I know you guys are going to call it. this a long episode. Yeah. You're lucky, we, you're lucky we didn't get into Barbara Wilson, but I would love Oh, my God. It's the girls like you that. <laughs> <laughs> you have uh, a while to get what you want. Uh, <laughs> That act passed out all long ago. Chicks like you give women a bad act. Oh, yay! <laughs> and I'm such an Alicia Silverstone fan. I'm such an Alicia Silverstone fan. <sighs> Even her fighting calls were awkward. Yeah! Oh, yeah! Hey. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, like, weird sounding. I was just like, oh, God. Oh, oh barbs. Okay, oh, like... God. I mean, didn't don't know when, don't remember you being Alfred's uh Alfred's niece or anything like that. Okay, don't know where that came from, but but uh, girl, I mean, all all the same, she you know still was. Oh God, everybody in that movie was just just tip top. I mean, I don't know what's her name, but everybody and Vivica Fox was in that movie. Fun fact: those of you who don't remember her, she surely was. Oh, she was. Um, Even though Mr. my bones are cold and my skin is dry, I can't remember uh, what I'm trying to get with her, but I can't remember what she said. And then he got he 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 brushed her off, and she goes, "Ooh, talk about a cold shoulder!" <laughs> oh my god! Oh, I don't know what she's doing these days. I don't I don't know. I thought she would have a bigger role, but I mean, she was clearly just an ice concubine, or whatever, or whatever our honor would call her, ice cube. I don't know. Um, I don't fucking know. But either way, yeah, guys, that's gonna. I don't think there's anything else. Uh, that's gonna wrap up the show. Oh, wow, whole two hours and fifteen minutes. We went for Ooh. a while. Yeah, we were here for a while. Um, I think if we had started with the movies, we still would be talking about them. But yeah, but yeah, guys, that's that's gonna wrap up this uh, show. Um, definitely come back for the next one and stay tuned. Hopefully, Rona doesn't kill the topics like it did. You know the last two episodes before, but yeah, um, be sure to follow us on um, the social medias. Brandon, what were those tags? That is Black on that BS on Twitter and Instagram. Mm, yes, so Black and, on that BS. Yes, and then uh, you know you can follow us on our separates. Mine is uh, under as Blacks aren't B L A Q Z A R T underscore on everything. Yep, and I am Brandon Maurice W under everything. That's B A R B A R B R A N D O N M U M A U R I C E W. And I don't know why I can't spell. So, yeah, right. well, that's hey. my name. Yeah, that's his name. So, uh, all right, guys. Yeah, that's it. Thank you. Come back for the next one. Bye. Bye.